0: This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host Dead and Lovely. Download the free Podbean podcast app to
1: start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. It's so easy, even a homeschooler like me can do it. <laughs> Podbean provides everything that you need to run your own podcast that you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your cellular telephone.
0: Download the free Podbean app today. That's P O D
2: B E A
1: N.
0: Check Check it it out! out.
1: (laughs) So I was just imagining to myself, what if there was a time in the Tolkien universe Mm -hmm. where Gondor was in peril, orcs were descending on Gondor and stuff, and so they light the beacons to summon the riders of Rohan, right? Right. But they accidentally light the wrong beacon and instead summon the riders of Rogan that are just like big Joe Rogan fans and stuff, right? What happens then?
0: They show up all fucked up on DMT and ayahuasca. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. you're
1: just talking to the orcs. I mean, really, have you ever tried this stuff? It's like going to another dimension, man.
0: Hey, have you eaten elk meat? <laughs> Can I eat elk meat? <laughs> Meanwhile, the
1: town is just getting fucking sacked yeah. and raided. <laughs> Yeah, the writers of Rogan. The
0: writers of Rogan. Not so
1: effective in your time of need, I don't think.
0: Welcome, Dead and Lovely
1: listeners, to the newest installment of your favorite horror movie podcast. Mm -hmm. It's Dead and Lovely with him. Me, Hollywood Steve. And you, I, Uncle Ben, (laughs) just decided to mix it up. Yes, we did. And we are here kicking off Action August, give action, that action August. voice. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. exactly what I wanted out of that. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking solid. We need to like soundbite that put put yeah. that like, bass drop behind it or something. Boom. Boom. Action, action August. Action August. <laughs> <laughs> Just to shake it up. Sometimes we, we like to do like the cars do. Shake it up. Ooh, ooh. Here on the show, we do mm-hmm. some wild cards here and there, but we decided... For the hot and sweltering month of
0: August. And it is hot and sweltering. Holy
1: moly, is yep. it ever. We're going to give you guys some big old, big ass summertime mm-hmm. blockbusters kicking off with The Mummy from 1999. Mm-hmm. and 1999, <laughs> nine, 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 <laughs> Mummy. Uh, yes. That should have been the song, right? That should have been it. Totally should have been the This does need a rap at the end that would have number one complaint needed a cold wrap at the end of it for sure i think by mr Cal.
0: oh of course he would come in 100 percent. he'd come in hot he'd come in way hot talk he would give the entire story of the the movie of course and a chorus that has nothing to do with it i think it would be also stuff about like the the female mummy and it'd be like Mm -hmm. unwrap your ass
1: (laughs) right I think that would be unwrap your ass. (laughs)
0: Unwrap your ass. (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm down with that. And if you want to get straight onto the movie review, there's a timestamp for you. But before we do that, uh, we're going to shoot the shit, have Mm -hmm. a co beer, and have ourselves a good old time. It's been a very, very busy week. Yeah. And, you know, Action August, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting. It It already is. The explosions
0: swinging on the ropes. And you can't look at the explosions. No, 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 no. You got a cool guy. Cool guy the whole way. What are you going to do? Look at that explosion you Shh. just caused? What What are you? Some kind of a chump? You must be. You know what you're not going to do. You're not going to get the girl at the end of the day looking at explosions like that. No, uh -uh. you got to look
1: at the girl. (laughs) I'm an action star. look at the girl. I don't look at the explosions. They say. Action
0: August. (laughs) It's going to be a fun
1: month because we're doing stuff that's action, but it's got like one toe in the horror realm. You know, Mm -hmm. they're not just like, like we're not doing like a Van Damme movie or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, Under Siege would be a fun time. It would be be a great time. A little little bit of, uh, what's his name, Stephen Seagal? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe we do Jean Claude Van December. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. It would be (laughs) be a good time. (laughs) So, yeah, it's going to be a fun month kicking off here with the mummy and stuff. But you know what? First things first. I want to go ahead and crack open a Co beer. Let's do that because we just stopped off at Corks Liquor Store in the Old City and found ourselves some beer treasures. Yeah, including this guy, and it's just been screaming my name. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Ben, put me in you. Hmm. I mean, how can I say no? That <laughs> beer's just that beer's just asking for it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to drinking this. Another one, India Pale Ale from Maine Brewing Company, Maine Beer Company. Yeah, everything of theirs that we've had. Yeah,
0: I fucking Love. awesome yeah they're always just perfectly balanced wonderful beers so i'm excited for this one yeah I, it's named another one so i'm assuming it's a collaboration with dj khaled that's exactly right yes it's when you opened 7%. it i heard dj khaled and that's like all he did for the collaboration was oh, scream yeah? his name
1: <laughs> i'm sure this is going to be great because they make a mighty fine beer Ooh, that looks nice Come so on far out. my favorite has been that that dinner dinner is amazing dinner is yeah. so good yeah. man Oh, that's a getting poured into this glass. It's got a nice golden color. Mm-hmm. Slightly hazy. Yeah, a little
0: bit of haze. It's
1: like a little clear, it's got a, a little good, bit
0: hazy. It's got a good IPA smell to it.
1: Cloudy with a chance of deliciousness, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm at that. Smells great. Yeah, it's like it's got mm. that sort of citrusy. Yeah,
1: smells nice and mm. hoppy. Hops. Got all some in hop it. more hops than a fronga. <laughs> See what that does for you right there. I got to wait for this foam on mine to chill out a little bit. Did Ooh. they do it? They did it? They did it.
0: They did it. They, I don't want
1: mine, do I? You want to have mine instead?
0: Yeah, you probably don't want to drink that. I probably uh, don't like I'll just it. I have to take it for you. I'll take the sacrifice there.
1: Fall on that grenade for your mm. boy, huh?
0: Yeah, that is good, man. Yeah? Yeah, it's a good, like, uh, sort of citra, kind of piney little bit. Just an mm. IPA, basically, is what I call that.
1: Dude, that's the thing with them. Like, they don't fuck around with Mm-mm. adding a bunch of bullshit fake nope. flavors and stuff like that. They're like, you know what's really good? Fucking an water and hops and yep.
0: beer stuff. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's real really good. Really that's nice. a good sipper, too. Nice man. amount of
1: bitterness to it. Mm-hmm. Been a while since I had an IPA that I was like, oh, it's yeah. a little bitter, actually. Getting I'm bitter beer face over here.
0: <laughs> bitter beer face. <laughs>
1: like a Remember? 90s dad.
0: Yeah, that was for Keystone Light. Was it? Keystone Light Keystone. commercial. Anybody out there drinking Keystone right now?
1: Woo! Crack one open over your head for us if you are.
0: This is a bit of a hair of the dog for me. Oh, yeah. Because last night, my wife told me I was going to be the designated driver. Yeah. And then our pal Lindsay kept popping me full of great whiskeys. Uh oh, designated drinker, more like it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then on the way home, Emily was like, You sobered up before you drove home, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I only had a few whiskeys, but I had a few more than I was playing. Hey, you're a man. You're I'm a, a man, man, aren't you? I'm a man. No. Oh, action, August! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, on the way home, Emily was like, "We should, we should stop and get some more alcohol. I want to, I want to get ripped." Yeah. I was oh, like, okay. Oh, okay. How about that? <laughs> so we stopped and grabbed a little bit more alcohol, and she was passed out in no time because my wife is an l- absolute lightweight. She's one of them lightweights. Mm hmm we were watching uh the mummy
1: i think her plan was she's like you know what i want to do i just want to slip into some sleep and dream about all these hotties in yeah, this movie that,
0: that would make all the sense in the world you're
1: gonna have a good time
0: you are yeah as long as you don't think about the racism
1: yeah we'll <laughs> think about that though we are gonna think about that when we talk about this movie and stuff so i get that so you got a little hangover ski today or what
0: no i felt fine but uh, uh a beer won't hurt no yeah huh co-beer
1: never hurt nobody they always mm-hmm. say right yeah. Good old time, man. How you been this week?
0: Dude, great. Uh we got we got that new car Woo! I was talking the about. New car! Yeah, yeah. Uh at first I wasn't uh too pumped on it because it's it's just a basic model Kia Soul.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sensible.
0: Yeah. It's nothing, nothing fancy. Um and I was just I kind of missed some of the things we had on our old Subaru. But I've gotten used to it and it's a car and it gets you where you're going and it does that well. So There you I'm, go. I'm hopeful that this car will last us.
1: Well the thing is, is, whenever your Subaru died, I know that your plan was for you and Emily to get matching dirt bikes. Yeah. So well, I know I you're thought, disappointed you know, about
0: that. I was like, we'll get dirt bikes, I'll have a rat tail, like, we'll go beat up some local kids.
1: Dude, no, y'all should have got matching three-wheelers. What am I saying? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fucking three-wheelers, dude. Just going totally old school.
0: <laughs> Tipping over, dying, all that stuff. <laughs> with a smile on your face. Yeah, it's So a fun, blast, this uh-huh. three-wheeler.
1: Such a good idea, this three-wheeler. Someone said when we were
0: children. <laughs> what, what? You could go real fast with a real terrible base.
1: <laughs> dude, like, stuff like this and, like, fucking lawn darts and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just
0: more proof that
1: everyone was on fucking cocaine yeah. in the 80s when we yeah. were kids. They
0: were. They These were, were good like, ideas. you know sure. what kids would like? If they just had knives, they threw up real high in the air and <laughs> let them land. What's
1: the worst that could happen? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. So you got that new car got energy. Got the new
0: car and, yeah, you know, I'm a little, a little more hopeful about it than I was last week. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I got the new car. We uh, hung out with our pal, Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, last night. She's She's great and we've just been chilling and getting a lot of shit done. TCB baby. Yeah, I didn't actually um I didn't actually end up watching a ton of stuff this week. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say it like five things in a little bit and everybody would be like that's a ton of stuff <laughs> but I was real busy I, I I didn't find a whole lot of time to watch stuff I, are, are
1: you as busy as your wife taking care of all these fucking new COVID patients oh and stuff God. In yeah an she's not
0: digging that um, yeah
1: I wouldn't either especially when there's a free fucking vaccine you can get yeah, for free America there's a
0: vaccine that will stop you from getting it most likely yes. yes
1: and also too if everybody would just fucking get it then all of us that already have it done won't have to go back to staying inside and wear yeah. masks and shut down our businesses and shit later yeah. on this year.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely gonna happen. Did I
1: just have an outburst?
0: <laughs> I just had a little bit of an outburst. That's, this has been building up, but Sorry. it's okay because that's because defi- I am right. That is definitely Not gonna damn. happen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> dude, I'm kind of wondering honestly. Yeah, where it's just gonna be like, and everybody spoiled it for us. We had fun for a few months. Yeah,
0: Pfizer announced recently that they they have a third dose that'll be coming out probably soon is that the 6g yeah that's when you get the 6g fuck yeah that, yeah that's finally you get the you get to know about xenu Ooh. once you get that one yeah uh no it's it, it should raise your uh immunity for the the delta variant but you know there are a lot of other variants coming along so who the fuck knows yay, yay. well
1: that's fun you know it's just it's just fun but
0: uh emily's been dealing with a lot of covid patients she's only had one who's vaccinated
1: wow it's almost like yeah. it's you know like 99 percent effective yep. at getting you out of the fucking hospital
0: yep so get what it. do you know get it if you can't i mean we're preaching to the choir Yeah, i, I know everybody listening to this e- has either gotten it or can't get it because of a medical sure issue in that case so that sucks yeah in yeah. which case yeah i am so sorry for that but Please, if you haven't gotten it for whatever reason, get your ass out there. Get the fucking vaccine. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly.
1: But, yeah, you've been having a pretty good one? Yeah, how about you? Good. Busy. Fucking busy. So, last week on the show, I talked about how I was uh, getting the new studio space ready and stuff. Mm -hmm. We had, like, three marathon, like, fucking 12-hour days of painting and stuff like that. And uh, I'll tell you this, man. It's been a while since I had one of these. Had myself one of those terrible... Terrible old cases of the olds. Oh yeah, what happened? Um, I guess like, it seems to be that if you're like 37 years old and you spend, you know, again, you know, 30 hours over uh-huh. the course of three days painting trim with your arm mm. extended over your head, making repetitive motions with your wrists, right. and also painting ceilings with big long, you know, rollers on poles. Uh-huh. And then what you do is you're so tired that you don't really stretch or take aspirin or anything like that. You just go to bed at the end of the night and yeah. do it again the next day. Apparently, if you do that for like three days, you develop a uh, terrifying carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, no. Didn't like this at all. I I'll bet. tell you, man. Um, Thursday, I woke up about like, I'm going to say probably eight times during the middle of the night with both of my hands fucking numb. Ah. And it's the very typical like thumb through ring mm-hmm. finger carpal tunnel mm-hmm. area and stuff. Just yeah. numb. Yeah. And it was like I was trying to sleep in every different position and shit, just trying to make sure that I wasn't cutting off circulation or whatever. But that's mm-hmm. not what caused yeah. it. And uh, scared the living dog shit out of me, obviously. As you
0: use your hands to make your living. I do. I Mm. use them
1: to make the music.
0: And you need specifically to be able to manipulate your fingers. I do, (laughs) yeah. It's
1: best if they have feeling in them so I can make the chords.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: So it scared the fucking shit out of me. I bet. I did a bunch of research and stuff, learned about a lot of stretching and things Mm -hmm. like this. I've been doing a lot of ice packs. I've been doing a lot of you know uh, ibuprofen and shit like this, keeping swelling down. I'm doing a lot of stretches and massages throughout the day and stuff. And it's getting better for sure. Like last night um i didn't have one instance the entire night where my hands went to sleep so that's a very very good thing for me i'm trying not to freak out about it too much because from what everything i've read it's like if you really inflame that shit it can take like almost a month to kind of you know recover it's a lot of delicate stuff yeah Yeah, exactly Mm -hmm. so i'm just trying to kind of take it easy and i'm guessing that this is the last dream i'll ever paint my entire life because fuck (laughs) that shit
0: i understand you know
1: and I mean, the thing is, is this has never happened before, but I've also never been this old before.
0: Wait, did you go to M. Night Shyamalan's beach? No, I did not. Oh, uh, well, don't go there. Yeah. it makes you old. That'd get real bad to mm-hmm. me. I've
1: not watched that.
0: I haven't seen it yet either. I just know it's a beach that makes you old. Oh, is that the deal? I guess. I hope that's not like a twist. That's all I've heard about it, though. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, though, is if you go to the beach,
1: you sit in that sunshine, you get uh-huh. you a sunburn... It makes Don't you make still you look old. old. You do uh-huh. look old real fast. Old,
0: look old. Old, old and cold.
1: <laughs> so yeah, not fun. Would not recommend. No,
0: that sucks. That's scary too. Yeah, yeah very yeah. fucking scary. I mean,
1: there's several times while I was painting, uh, like you know, ceiling trim and shit, where I'd be mm-hmm. like, "Man, my hands going to sleep on me." I just thought it because I wasn't you getting enough circulation. Yeah, had your hands up, right, yeah, over yeah. my head and shit like this. And then it's like, "Nope, you've inflamed all your shit."
0: <sighs> that's the worst stretch
1: dude. old people fellow old <laughs> persons <laughs> fellow
0: olds yeah
1: fucking stretch and if you can afford it pay somebody else to fucking do it
0: man oh yeah yeah 100 percent. pay somebody else to do it if you can i'll Get, do next I, time for I, sure i uh i used to do that i used to paint um and stain decks like and a stuff painting. like that and it sucks but i mean i was like 20 something when i did it so i never I was never really sore ever. No, uh-uh. but uh, yeah, pay pay some twenty year old to do it. Just They'll do it. get it yeah. done. It'll look good. Usually, I I I did well. You can't find every painter you finds not going to be great. Sure, definitely find somebody who knows what they're doing. But. Man, it's not worth it, I don't think. No, If you have the money, <laughs> pay somebody. No,
1: it, it's not worth it for me to have that kind of scare mm-hmm. where I'm like, literally my money are shot for a little yep. while, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm good now. I'm not too worried about it or all anything. all good. Yeah, taking care of it and all that jazz. So, uh, yeah, my house panty days are over is good. what I'm saying. <laughs> They're behind me. That that studio is my final masterpiece. Yeah. Well, they look
0: great. Thanks. So, good job. Hey, thanks,
1: man. Well, I also had the help of Kate was working overtime on that shit and her yeah. mom and her sister came over and helped us a little oh, bit too awesome. so we got by with a little help from friends mm. and family
0: I don't know uh, if I we've ever talked about this but uh, my my wife my wife my wife we were um, we were painting I, I had three roommates at the time we lived in a, th- a three bedroom and um,
1: this is when you were on that sitcom
0: yeah yes. yeah
1: uh-huh. I can't remember
2: Life what Life Like was Steve
0: called. Life that was it Life yeah. Like Steve uh huh uh, and I was an android in that.
2: <laughs> Interesting. Life-like
0: oh, that. wow. Yeah. Uh, no, my wife had come over to help us paint. Uh, she wasn't my wife at the time. In fact. <laughs> I was thinking,
1: you guys are married but living in separate spaces. Well, come over I like help. to have roommates. It's fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boys are cooler than girls.
0: <laughs> um. But, yeah, she, she came over to help paint, and it was kind of one, like our first real kind of date. Yeah. Yeah, and... We didn't end up doing a lot of painting. This we is did... finger painting, huh? Oh boy, huh? no, nothing like that. Uh, good old Mormon fun, just <laughs> oh. sitting around talking. But yeah, you guys just sit time. around and talk about, like, you know what's
1: overrated—coffee and tea.
0: Man, you know what sucks—only one wife. <laughs> Things like that. Uh-huh. Just typical
1: Mormon <laughs> stuff.
0: I get it, man. Uh, but yeah, so uh, painting. I'm, I'm not, I'm not ever interested in doing it like i need I like to paint it, my honestly. office because i hate the color of mm-hmm. it but also every single time i think about it i'm like fuck that the wor- like the the worst part of painting as somebody who used to do it for money taping oh yeah fuck it that. takes the worst. so long yeah the worst oh my god anyway yeah, so no fun
1: fuck man painting fuck painting mm-hmm. end of the story right mm-hmm. here uh, but I did have time to watch a couple of things. Also, I had time to sit in with my friends in Smooth Sailor this weekend awesome. over Merch's Beer, play some mm-hmm. Yacht Rock bass, yep. which is always a great time, man. Do
0: Back in the high life again. That's did you play it? that one? No, we didn't, actually. Oh, that's a great one. We probably should. That's an awesome one. I, I think one. about mm-hmm. it.
1: That's a smooth jam. Yeah, it is. With well, that band, it's like the whole rule is like, if you'd feel comfortable listening to the song while wearing an ascot, it's in the set. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And that kind of covers a variety of things, honestly. Yeah. There,
0: there can't be an actual, like, there are no issues addressed in the song, no, no. no problems at all. No, 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 the no, no, only no. thing is smooth sailing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or also, if it has Michael McDonald on background vocals,
0: it's yeah, probably well, yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Even if it's that song at the end of the South Park movie. Yeah. The eyes of a child. <laughs> God, I
1: love so much that he actually yeah. did that.
0: It's a funny fucking song uh, too. Yeah.
1: So good, man. But I didn't have time to watch a couple of things this week. I mm-hmm. want to tell you about them. Okay, here's the thing. Let's hear. It. I know that people, and I've been hearing this my whole life. People are always just like things just can't get any worse, right? Every everything's going to hell in a handbasket, yeah.
0: you know. It's mm-hmm. like it's always the worst time to be yeah. alive, right? This Marlon Mason, he's yeah. got all these kids
1: worshiping Satan. He does shooting up her schools and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Yes, he does. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I saw a movie from the '90s mm-hmm. this week that stars one of America's most beloved sociopaths okay an absolute confirmed psychopath right it is known it has a soundtrack that prominently features a known pedophile that pees on girls oh young underage women pees on and right i know this for a fact uh-huh and also it featured a very highly over-sexualized um female animated rabbit that i know is trying to turn kids to bestiality early on <laughs> And they marketed this for kids and called it Space Jam, Steve.
2: (laughs) Can you believe this? Everybody get up.
1: It's time to jam now. Time to go to Babylon 666 (laughs) Space Jam. Kill your family. Fuck a rabbit. (laughs) I mean, the stuff they're marketing to
0: kids. Yeah, Michael Jordan is a sociopath. Watch that. uh, Watch any documentary about Michael Jordan. Like he, it would not be fun to be around Michael Jordan. No, he is so competitive. He does not care about other people's feelings, Uh thoughts, opinions, etc. Nope. Um, I mean, when you, but of course, if you're talking about sociopaths, Bugs Bunny as well that's true (laughs) that dude not a role model (laughs) not
1: a role model (laughs) Mm -mm. they also had that that fucking rapist skunk in it too fuck
0: yeah they did didn't they why did they put pep for kids it was in the 90s people had already figured out like pepye lebeau like what the fuck i know right right and why did they go and make fucking lola rabbit
1: so hot what are they trying to do with us yeah
0: because they didn't make any of the guys hot it was yeah huh the stuff they're peddling to kids, dude. Yeah. And I remember think it's how, gotten better. Remember how pissed people were about the redesign for the new Space Jam? Yeah, they're like, they
1: took her titties away. <laughs> Where are the rabbit titties? <laughs> 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 it's like when you say it like that, you realize how bizarre it really is. It took away all of her curves. I can't look at her bunny butt no more. Jesus like what the fuck is the matter with I'm you i'm trying to fuck a rodent sir this is an applebee's and you're 45 years old Jesus. <laughs>
0: like what fucking yeah. bizarre so man. space jam one big long commercial basically
1: yeah there was yeah. just an awful lot of fucking product placement and stuff in there and a whole lot of michael jordan being a really bad actor he's not a good actor no. and that, that
0: was never like that was never one of the things they even thought about, I think, in making that movie. They never even considered, can Michael Jordan act? They were like, okay, well, Michael Jordan was in that commercial for Nikes with love the Warner, Bro- or, uh, Warner Brothers uh, cartoon. Yeah. So let's just make that a movie. And Build a movie. While, around, hey, forget. Bill Murray owes me something. So That was a nice surprise. Yeah. Poor Bill Murray. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think he was like golf friends with Jordan, and that's why he's in. They do play golf in the movie with yeah. Larry Bird. Oh yeah, Larry Bird. Larry Bird also, man, that guy. Go check out some of his like anybody talking about Larry Bird smack talk. Is he a lunatic? He he can talk some smack for sure. Oh yeah, like yeah. fucking
1: old school WWF level. No, like
0: super psychological, fuck you up type (laughs) of shit. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Damn, dude. Um, I don't think I'd
1: ever watched Space Jam before as a thing. Like, I don't think I'd ever watched it from start to finish. Yeah, I
0: saw this like a million times back in the day. So what did you think about it? You
1: know, it was a Saturday morning. We put it on at like 11 a.m. while Mm -hmm. we were making some brunch and stuff. And we had some champagne and eggs and all that kind of stuff. So So. it was perfect for the moment. All right. Yeah. Not one I think I'm going to revisit time and time again. I have no plans on watching the new one because I've heard it's just a pile of shit.
0: Dude, like, everything I've heard about it makes me think that it it is just Ready Player One with LeBron James, basically. (laughs) Who doesn't want to see that? Come on. I I mean, I guess. (laughs) But... LeBron James is a better actor than Michael Jordan. Okay. That's for sure.
1: That's not a high We've bar. We've seen him
0: host SNL. He's, he's uh, semi-funny. Okay. There we go. So at least he's got that. But I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. Because yeah. I've seen Space Jam a million times. Didn't like it, though. Like, back when we watched it and it came on, like, HBO all the time, so it would just be on TV, it, we would be making fun of it. But it was also one of those things that, I, I do love Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and stuff. I think those guys are funny. Yep. Doesn't really improve the movie at all, but whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we did also watch a couple of other things this week. We watched that Fear Street nineteen seventy eight. Awesome. Okay. How'd it go for you? It was fine. I agree with you. It was fine. I liked it better than was it ninety four? Yeah. I I liked it better than that Mm -hmm. one. Not like a lot more, honestly. Just a little bit. But, you know, I like the setting, I like the Mm -hmm. camp slasher and stuff, and you have the witchcraft element and stuff in there. That's cool, yeah. It was fine. I'm not going to say it was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. I hope they do this forever, for every year ever made. But I'm also (laughs) not like, fuck this, I've had enough of it, I'm not going to watch 1666. Like, I'm totally going to watch it. It's good enough.
0: I enjoyed 1666, but it's probably the weakest of the three for me. Really? Okay. But only the 1666 bits. Mm -hmm. Because it you'll be watching it and you'll be like oh this is coming to a conclusion and there's like an hour of the movie left almost because there's like the 1994 bits still going on too so it's like closing up the 1994 bits and that bit is really good okay so it's it's enjoyable and if they make any more of them i'll watch i'll watch them sure for sure why not man uh one
1: of the best things that we watched this week was over on youtube yeah. And, uh, you know, we like to watch the Try Guys. Oh, I think yeah. that they're a good positive force out there doing yeah. things for good. Nice And dudes. also being fucking entertaining as shit. Mm-hmm. They got some really fun videos over on their channel. They uh, they do these, like, Try Guys Try Baking Without a Recipe videos okay. that are yeah, always hysterical. <laughs> this one that they did this week was they tried baking macaroons without a recipe, little sandwich cookies, you know? Oh, man. Which are apparently insanely difficult. Yes. I've never yeah. made them, so I don't I've know. I've never made
0: them either, but I've watched people make them. Dude. And-
1: we kind of put off watching the video for a while because it's like 51 minutes long. It's like, Jeez. holy shit, dude. Like This is like half of a movie. Yeah. I would watch it again right now if okay. you wanted to. It's the kind of thing that as soon as we started watching it, I was like, it's this long because they couldn't have edited any of this shit out. It is <laughs> fucking hysterical. That's awesome. It okay. is so funny, man. I'll have to check that out. highly recommend watching them. Go on there and watch it and then leave in the comments, Dead and Lovely sent me. Because <laughs> then people Do read it. it and then they search us and yeah. then we make money
0: yeah that's how that works that's how that
1: works so check I, that out for sure uh the other thing that we watched this week man we started watching fucking loki oh good we're three episodes Emily in.
0: just finished it
1: it's fucking awesome yes I, I agree think with that. it is incredible I especially agree. after like the letdown that you know Falcon, uh, Winter, Falcon Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. was yep. I was like ah oh, man like do I want to watch another Marvel series right now right yes 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 you, yes, do. you really do yeah I feel like this is doing really big things for the entire universe, but also doing things that we've not really seen the MCU do before. It's kind of it is kind of Doctor Who-ish in a way, Uh but they're having so much fun with like the multiple timeline variants Mm -hmm. and
0: stuff like that too.
1: Like, God damn it, man. Marvel is just doing everything right. Mm -hmm.
0: They are. And I I don't want to say anything because you're on the third episode. But I have said that they do reveal the big bad that's that's coming for the next phases of of Marvel. Yeah, and I'm excited for it. I'm very excited for what's about to happen. Killer, and we already know uh, that the mo- you know the next movie to come out is doctor strange in the multiverse of madness oh so we God, know so that loki excited. has direct implications on sure it's got what's to coming, yeah
1: oh man i can't wait when does that come out
0: uh i don't know i haven't checked but i think sometime this year maybe fuck yeah, yeah
1: dude i can't wait man maybe next year also yeah. amazing to see that i guess they kind of reveal that uh loki is very indiscriminate sexually yeah oh yeah he's just like yeah i've done a little bit of everything he's
0: by yeah or pan i guess yeah
1: what about that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, really really fucking enjoying it, man. I can't wait to finish it and I think they're doing a season 2, right?
0: Yes. Can't yeah, wait. fucking yeah. awesome, man. I was super stoked cuz that's like the the they don't have like a last scene after the last episode, but there there like was a moment there where hmm. it was like Loki will return in season 2 and I was like, "What? How Sweet. what? I'm so excited for that. How's that going to be?" Yeah, man. But then also I yeah I wonder what that's gonna be I really do Word, I can't man. say anything I keep, yeah, yeah, keep yeah. Like, editing myself Gotta I keep can't say wraps. anything yeah yeah but
1: very much fucking worth enjoying a watch. It. the aesthetic of the show I like God that. I love it It has like this kind of like late seventies kind of look like all yeah. the tech of the TVA. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is like very like orange and tan and yeah. brown and like seventies looking. It's they so cool.
0: Definitely took some inspiration from Fallout. I think. Okay. Yeah. The like the computer terminals and stuff and like even the the thing that like undressed him in the first episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff looks very Fallouty. But Sick. then it has a yeah, as you said, its own like seventies vibe to it. Yeah, I like I like its look.
1: No it. doubt, man. Yeah. yeah, I can see why you were blowing up about it. Yep. What about you? What have you been watching?
0: Okay, so as I said, I haven't watched much, but I watched a whole lot of stuff. Okay, <laughs> I watched uh, a movie called "Come True." Come that True. Our pal Anna suggested, and I also suggested. It. it is on Hulu. I don't want to say anything about it, yeah. but is it horror? Horror, um, in the vein of something like Possessor, maybe. Okay, so I still need to watch that shit. You definitely man. need. To see I think we're that. gonna have to like do it for the show we just should. to fucking make me yeah, watch it. We definitely should. Um. But yeah, I, I don't want to say too much about it, okay. but come true... Worth uh, a watch. Definitely worth a watch. All right. Uh, I also started uh, Search Party, which is a Search show party. that was on TBS. It's now on HBO Max. Um, it is... I, I. It's comedy, question mark. Question mark? Yeah. It, it is... Ba- the basic setup is these uh, college friends... Uh, one person they went to college with has disappeared and uh, one of the friend group decides she's going to find her okay and really if it, it, what it is playing out as these sort of millennial stereotype characters that are super self-obsessed and the comedy comes from how like self-obsessed and self-absorbed they are and how little regard they have for everyone else. Okay, like, it sounds kind of Seinfeldy in a way. Kind of I mean, all just kind of self-centered. I would, I would, call, I'd say like Veronica Mars, uh, Seinfeld. Okay, sort of like, but like Dark. Huh. It sounds unique. At it's least, a real right? unique show, but like it's, it'll have me absolutely cracking up some moments, and then other moments so fucking tense, Shit. just super tense. Uh, a lot of great people in it. Definitely go check it out. I just finished season two, so uh at the end of season 1 i was like how w- how were there more seasons like the re- the reveal or like the final bits of season 1 were like oh my fucking god what the hell and then s- the end of season 2 same thing like what the fuck like they're doing these perfectly good cliffhangers yeah cliffhangers where you're you're not You're not mad about the cliffhanger at all. It's not it's not like holding back information for no reason. It's just like the exact perfect time to be like and cut. Yeah. So you're like, What? I gotta see the next one. yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, but also I've been on a mummy tear.
1: I wonder why you've been watching some mummy dearest movies here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the mummy. In it's it. the mummy. In it.
0: Yeah. I watched the 1932 mummy for uh, the first time in a while.
1: 1932 is when Columbus sailed the ocean bloom. <laughs> it's an old <whole> movie. <laughs> in
0: 1932. How was
1: that? I've never seen it.
0: Okay. So it, huh. all right. Of <laughs> the original universal monster movies, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, the best. Okay. Can't be beat. Heavyweight champs. Dracula, not very good. Eh. To me, I don't think it's very good. This is kind of in between, because this is Dracula set in uh, an Egyptian setting. Like, it, this, this story is so it's similar. It's kind of the same.
1: Yeah. I even noticed here with uh, the subject of our show today, like, yeah. a lot of it is kind of the Bram Stoker story. Yeah, and this is
0: remaking the 32. Like, all that stuff about... Uh, moon and and Imhotep, that is the story of the 1932 one. Okay, it's just condensed and there's less action, adventure, and more just sort of like tense horror type of stuff. But honestly, in comparison, 1932 and this, the horror in this is is higher. Like there's more horror in this movie. Hmm. And the 1932 one is classically considered a horror movie, yeah, but totally. this one is not. Anyway. 32 is very racist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Yes. What do you mean? They didn't represent brown people well in the 1930s? Uh, no. I, sir, am shocked. <laughs> I thought they were woke as fuck back yeah, then. Yeah,
0: you'd think so. No, it's, um, it's, uh, very explicitly racist. Oh, a lot, uh, lot of brown well, face going uh, on, the, I'm sure. So, uh, this is one of the first, there is some brown face. One of the first things that happens after the, the cold open bit, um, is some explorers are talking and apparently some people are approaching the camp. And a guy says, some people are approaching the camp. And the guy says, color? Nation? Oh. And then, like, instantly, what color are they? What nation are they from? Oh, ah. But that just sets up all the racism that's going to happen. Also, lots of great, wonderful sexism. Exactly what you want, right? <laughs> you just want a woman being told what she can do by every man. All of them. All of them. They got the authority. that She is under wow. the care of a doctor who basically makes her decisions for her. It's
1: <laughs> I'm sure that never happened at <laughs> yeah. all.
0: So, I mean, 1932 is exactly what you'd expect from a movie in 1932, but um, it looks great. It's, okay. it's, uh, it's shot by the cinematographer of Fritz Lang's Metropolis, which is, I think, one of the most gorgeous movies ever made. So he knows what he's doing. Editing, not great. But it's only an hour and ten, so if you've never seen it, it's definitely worth watching The 1932 Mummy because Boris Karloff's performance is amazing. He's great in it. Yeah. Uh, And then I decided to watch The Mummy Returns, the sequel to this very movie we're going to be talking about because i remember watching it back in the day and being disappointed mm-hmm. but i was like maybe you know maybe, maybe I maybe you want to
1: be disappointed
0: again maybe i want to be disappointed again maybe it's more fun the second time you know what's real fun uh when you've just watched the like sexual tension between two super hot people yeah you, you really want in the sequel to just open instantly on okay here's their five-year-old child oh Oh, that's how and it And we're really going to focus a lot on him. Hey, though, you know what that means? They've been fucking. They've been fucking. Yeah, it's implied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Did you like, hey, where'd that baby come from? <laughs> a
0: little bit of PNV, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. it's Hot. It's just, I mean, it just loses the fun. It. Yeah. Honestly. That's
1: disappointing. Is it kind of like going from Pirates of the Caribbean 1 to, like, any of the sequels? Kind of, yeah. Aww. Yeah, where it's just
0: like, oh, you lost all the magic. That's yeah. a drag, because, yeah. like,
1: I was... I was really enjoying Mummy 1999, and I was like, maybe I'll watch the sequel and see if it's good, too. Check but, it out. I mean, man.
0: it's definitely worth a watch to just see what you're not missing. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, well, I got to watch that Tom Cruise, Mummy.
1: Uh, that came out just a couple of years ago, and I don't know that I know anyone that saw it. Th- uh,
0: think of the most joyless, cash-grab, set-up-a-franchise type of movie. There, you got it. So, this like, is I it. still
1: know what you did last
0: summer right <laughs> <laughs> or just like um like they they also are doing kind of a a revamp of the mummy but they're, they're taking stuff from the 1999 mummy as well and okay. let me tell you tom cruise is no brendan fraser he's nah, just man. not i mean he
1: he's a good action star he chooses great movies dude mm-hmm. I i know that we could both sit here and talk all day about what a fucking lunatic that guy is. Sure. <laughs> I cannot even, for a second, sit here and say he's in bad movies. No, he chooses God. great movies. There's so and many good Tom Cruise movies. He I'm does sorry.
0: great generally in them. I don't think Tom Cruise has sexual chemistry with any woman on screen. Right?
1: It's a thing. Right? Yeah.
0: I d- I've never understood anyone calling him like a hunk. Uh huh. Like he comes off to me very like. Like, he's a good looking guy. Yeah, totally. He just doesn't ooze any sort of sexual charisma.
1: You know, I can absolutely see exactly what you're talking about now that I think yeah. about it. Yeah. He doesn't have that, like, Brad Pitt thing where you're like, that guy fucks for yeah, sure. Or, or even
0: Brendan Fraser, Fraser, where you're just like, that like guy yeah, fucks definitely. For sure, man. Uh-huh?
1: But yeah. yeah, you're right. Like, I don't really. And again, this is fucking, you know, straight cis white dude here right. talking. But like, from my perspective, I can see it in other dudes, but I don't really get that from Tom yeah, Cruise. Yeah,
0: I just don't. I don't see him laying pipe anywhere. <laughs> I don't. And and the, you know, the actress they had playing basically the Evie role, I think they, the only direction she got was have no personality. Oh,
1: that's a just good angle. zero personality. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Basically, you'll stand around while Tom Cruise does the things. <laughs> This might have been Tom Cruise's idea. It's possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's real bad, and it's like they throw in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because they were trying to set up a whole cinematic what? universe. And it just, it's joyless. Oh, it is so, like, what a bummer. such a, like, just a... Blech, of a movie, right? Like, here's here's two hours. Here yeah, you, you want a
1: movie here? Here, yeah. fine. You get yeah. it,
0: whatever. That's a fucking movie. Yeah, um, that's too bad, man. I don't recommend it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, those are the things I watched all week. So I got a lot of lot of mummy in me.
1: All right, man. You're just all fucking turlet papered up. That's me. All right, you yeah. all just covered in them things, man. Well, I'll tell you what about this movie. Yeah, it's full of hunks.
0: It's full of hunks. Full, full of, of babes. foxes. Mm-hmm. Hunks
1: foxes pretty people of all kinds all over this movie uh-huh. in that right
0: yeah absolutely in fact people tend to call this a sexual awakening movie
1: people say that a lot of times where they were they were like in the theaters as youngins going i feel things happening in my no-no zone yeah
0: whether that be the first time they uh realized they were attracted to to the opposite sex, same sex, or both sexes. Yeah. Because The Mummy definitely brought a lot of people to the realization,
1: I think I'm bisexual. That's something that like I wasn't really aware of until we started talking about doing this movie, is that this is apparently like kind of on the list of like movies most likely to make you buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: I mean, uh, we talked about it a little bit in our, our pre-planning, but this is a movie that has like a ton of hunks in it. Like, they, there are two very attractive women in this. And outside of that, there are no other so women. So many hunks. It's just a bunch of hunks in it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I was watching it last
1: night and I was like, i know that everybody talks about how hot this movie is and of course the women in it are right. absolutely gorgeous but like it's mainly just fucking dudes old yeah. hunks like yeah. even just average ass dudes like that little group of adventurer guys yeah like even the nerdy guy with glasses is fucking shredded <laughs> it's like
0: that dude probably what the bugs, fuck man
1: yeah. <laughs> so many hunks so this is one of those movies that i know led a lot of people to those those section wall awakenings didn't mm-hmm. it maybe based on that thread how we just uh let's sling ourselves on over to that preview palace. Action August
0: Preview Palace! <laughs> Welcome.
1: <laughs> and maybe we just have a little chit-chat about some of those experiences that we had ourselves yeah. as youngins. You started a big old Facebook thing of people talking about those movies. And it's interesting because like Everybody, I think, has that movie where they're like, yep, I remember that's where my no-no turned into a Uh yes-yes.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I've talked about it before. For me, I think that movie was Clue.
1: Clue, really? Yep,
0: Uh, Miss Scarlet and uh, 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 Madeline Kahn.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some low-cut dresses and so on going on in that movie.
0: Yeah, and I like funny women, so I think it was the one... Like early on, because like you know, I had had crushes. Like I had crush on Alyssa Milano and I had a crush on Danielle Harris. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, but like that was just like little kid. Like she's pretty. Yeah. Like, not like I want to fuck. <laughs> but like, Clue <laughs> was one of those. I think I was probably around like. 11 or 12 Uh and it was just like wait a second (laughs) (laughs) i get it these ladies are hot wow Um, man yeah but like going through the list of what um, are
1: some of the most popular ones i I had such a busy week i didn't get time to read all these like i one i've got to wonder is if anybody had practical magic on there No, no way. Was Practical Magic yours? How could it? No, because I was old enough. Okay, yeah. But how could that not be, dude? Sandra Bullock and fucking Nicole Kidman—the whole movie are hot as
0: fuck. (laughs) I'll agree that those women are attractive. I am not attracted to them. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. Okay, all right. I don't know why. To me, both of them have big ant energy. Well and also too, it's like, you
1: know, nowadays we're just like Sandra Bullock married a known white supremacist. Yeah, not into that, right? Nicole Kidman married Tom Cruise for whatever lunatic. Reason. Yeah. And it's just like, oh okay, I get I get that a little bit, but man, they were smoldering in that movie. Yeah, Hot absolutely. Movie.
0: Okay, so there were there were a few that stood out to me as, as like, Oh yeah, I I specifically remember being attracted to that person or several people in that movie yeah so asa Shermerhorn said batman said batman returns and i instantly was like yep (laughs) yes i'm
1: sure that that led to very many in our age group nicole kidman prancing around in a leather suit danny devito looking real hot that's what he (laughs) meant though right is devito right
0: (laughs) yes it it is he said yeah danny devito specifically
1: dude that's the weirdest thing they had like a mcdonald's happy meal marketing campaign with nicole kidman and dominatrix gear yeah in what i wasn't
0: mad about it nope now Hell i here. okay so when uh, the thing is when batman returns came out what was that like maybe nine 92 something like that yeah so i uh, yeah I, I probably also saw this around 11 or 12 on on video no nope. yeah. i actually went and saw batman returns in the movie theater i remember that now so i was i was a little young i didn't get it but i do remember watching it later and being like oh <laughs> the hot lady oh that got it yes <laughs> Uh, uh, Ryan Joyner said uh, Ripley, an alien. Okay, yeah. And that's, I gotta think, a lot of dudes and and women. A lot of people attracted to women. Oh, for sure, man. We're like, holy shit, when she steps out in those teeny tiny little underwear. Yep, not a lot
1: going on there.
0: Nope. (laughs) We also got uh, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Sarah Lynn Bristow said Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. And honestly, every version of Poison Ivy I've ever seen has been sexy. It's always like... Oh, so she. So Poison Ivy's hot. Gotcha. You
1: know that very bland and homely version of Poison Ivy? Said nobody ever. Yeah, nobody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Um, someone else said Clueless. Clueless, and okay, yeah. Listen, how many women are in that? Drew Kisner. How many? I mean, because to me, it was Alicia Silverstone the whole way. Yeah. I just thought she was so gorgeous. Totally. But now looking back on it, it's like, oh, Brittany Riffey was so cute in So that. cute, man. Um, yeah, there are just a ton of attractive women in that. I mean... Stacy Dash is conservative, but she is hot. One I hear from a lot of people. Uh,
1: also starring our man Brandon Fraser, dude, his George of the Jungle, yeah, he was shredded, yeah, as fuck, yeah, he definitely same as that guy that played Mowgli in the fucking Jungle Book, the live action one.
0: Oh yeah, dude, there's some like fucking smoldering people in that movie Absolutely, too. our pals uh, um, Lindsay and Thomas both said White Squall.
1: White Squaw, I don't know that movie.
0: Uh, But I have never watched either, but I looked it up and saw a ton of pictures of a bunch of shirtless guys. So (laughs) I got it instantly. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. A bunch of shirtless guys. Uh, Don Murray said Weird Science, and yes. Okay, yeah. I get that. I get that. Weird Science is one that, um, I mean, because like, you know, you you get, what's her name? Kelly LeBrock, was it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, you got her, and then the girls that they're also trying to get by all the stuff that they're doing. They're weird sciencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also have, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, RDJ. You got uh, the dude from Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Like, bunch of hunks in there, too. Like, totally. Weird science is just full of attractive people. No doubt, man. What are some of yours, Ben?
1: Dude, okay, so here's the funny thing about it. Uh-huh. Because I did grow up I, so, so, I was thinking, so sheltered.
0: This is going to be a tough one for you.
1: It kind of is, because, yeah. like, the realms outside of PG-rated things... Uh, I did not get access to very often. Right. So a lot of my choices are, of course, going to be very fucking weird, but
0: honestly, maybe <laughs> Let's not. Hear yeah, I was going to say, because, like, we got some weird ones on here. Let's
1: just go ahead and clear the air and get this out of mm-hmm. the way. The one thing that I think all of us, especially any of us born in the 80s, can agree on, mm-hmm. male, female, I don't care if you're black, white, or Chinese, or purple, or Purple.
0: Or purple? You know something racist is gonna <laughs> yeah, follow. Or real.
1: purple. <laughs> I'm just saying, we all felt a little weird and confused and tingly for Atreyu in the Neverending Story. Right? Is he a boy? Is he a girl? Does it matter? I think we all felt attracted to Atreyu. I, I think that's I normal. Think,
0: I think that might be normal. I I didn't really like Neverending Story growing up, so I don't remember having that attraction to him but I get that. Cause yeah, there's that androgynous thing going. Exactly, on. Yeah. man. Yeah. And it's
1: like he's he's like my age, but he kind of acts like a grown up and has these grown up adventures and stuff. Yeah. Like I think that was part of it. Right. Is he was like he's kid age like us, but he seems so mature and cool. Yeah. Or she, I don't even know. <laughs> you know? Yes. I think a lot
0: of people have that same story. I don't I, think that's weird at all. I don't think so either because uh our pal patrick hoffman said the wolf man in monster squad whoa and really i fuck like a beast he said he's cut so i looked it up he was, was he's got he some really? fucking abs man dang man yeah he's just this big
1: thick wolf boy and a mouthful of milk <laughs> Is there anything that comes to mind for you from your uh, kinder kid years?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, I've said before the Maid Marian and the Robin Hood cartoon. Okay. Again, every kid had one? a crush on I'm her. I'm sure it's perfectly
1: yeah. normal. That's on my list as yeah. well because There's it's just a like, Marian she's a Robin
0: Hood, people are always crushing on And, you know, uh, I think I think cartoons, like, went out of their way to do that a little right? bit. Like yeah. I was saying about
1: Space Jam earlier. Yeah.
0: Like, come on, man. Yeah, it was just like, well, I mean... We're not just going to have these cutesy cartoons. They're also going to be fuckable. Right? Yeah, dude, that's, uh,
1: that's that's the plan. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's Hollywood, man. You leave it to those people. They're yeah. fucked up, man. Yeah, Babs Bunny, same way. It's like she's sassy. She's a sassy <laughs> little bunny, man. <laughs> she's a sassy, sassy little, little bunny. bunny. Yeah. yeah, Maid Marian, though, for sure, is definitely on my list too. Where you are like, she's a pretty fox lady yeah. cartoon. I'd like to meet her.
0: <laughs> I I liked this one uh David Wilt said the nurse in that scene in Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Oh yeah, the nurse that then turns into that, Freddy. Right? Turns
0: into Freddy. I thought that was hilarious because yes, she was attractive, and then she was Freddy, Is that <laughs> which has Warner's? to be the most confusing thing. That's in four, isn't it? I think it's four. Yeah, it's in four. I I so, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the
1: Freddy face on there.
0: One though that uh, I mean, vampires in general were represented a lot on the list. list oh, yeah. and Queen of the Damned. Oh yeah, uh, people said Interview with a Vampire. And yeah, Interview didn't with a Vampire. Specify dude. Because honestly, you don't have to. Yeah, they're punks galore, in there being vampires.
1: Absolutely, so man. Yeah,
0: uh, I think I think
1: I think uh, Interview with a Vampire makes something twitch on everybody, right?
0: Oh yeah, probably. I think it's so. gotta. You just go with. Yeah, it. you just go with it. Um. Also, Melinda Clark in Return of the Living Dead Three. <laughs> which is the lady who gets like she's got like glass and spikes coming out of her when oh, she's a zombie okay i mean i get it i do get <laughs> it but that i thought that was a little bit of a, a weird one that's awesome uh, and this is also one that uh <laughs> it's not weird but i can see why someone might think it is but todd simmons said leah thompson and howard the duck And it is a little weird because she's seducing a duck. I was gonna say, doesn't she like fuck the duck? It is a little weird, but also Leah Thompson is very attractive, so it's like okay, I'm down. Yeah,
1: dude, I don't know if I've ever watched Howard the
0: Duck. Um, I don't think I have, man. It's not, it's not good, clearly. Uh, But it is. I think it's fun, bad. I think it's worth watching because it's like. It's kind of just a series of things. It's cocaine, the movie kind of okay, yeah. like cocaine, the comic book movie. Got it. Makes total sense, yeah, man. I, th- I mean, there are a ton more for me. Like uh, the every woman in all the Indiana Jones movies. Oh, it was yeah. just like every Indiana Jones, because like I think action adventure has that sexy sort of L- air it does. to it. Yeah, so, totally. Like, every woman in those. Princess Leia, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course, obviously. In the gold bikini. Yes, yeah, that's, that's one yeah. of those
1: ones that, of course, that's the most typical thing right. ever to talk about, yeah. of course. But I do remember having access to the Star Wars movies back yeah. then and being like, man, she's looking spicy. <laughs>
0: yeah, Who's exactly. that big guy? Ooh. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a- as we said, Evie was named a lot. Rachel Vice in this movie specifically. Yeah. She... she all of us were just cause how can you not
1: be? <laughs> how could you not well, okay. I'll tell you how you cannot. Oh, be. you'd be
0: a straight woman, I guess. Man, well, that would be it. That, you that would be it.
1: So I have this bizarre inability, Steve, to differentiate and this has to be some mental disorder. Right. Era of clothing slash style uh-huh. and age of person. Agreed. Okay, Same. so, like, in my head, if, like, your grandmother walked in here right now wearing, mm-hmm. like, flared jeans and, like, a, a velvet lace front top, right. I'd be like, she's, like, 19, I guess. Because in my head, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? Right, it's my, like, that was, like, 18-year-old girls when me, I was gotcha. that age, you know? <laughs> okay. If I go back and I look at, you know, pictures of fucking uh, Greta Garbo, any of these, like, yeah. golden age of Hollywood actresses. That have that look and that hairstyle and the pearls and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm assuming she's 65. Yeah. I can't differentiate. So, whenever like Rachel Weiss is in here and she's got that kind of like Betty Boop hair and like drawn on eyebrows, I'm like, I think she's a grandmother in this, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't, it's my problem. I'm telling you right now, this is entirely my problem. I can't differentiate
0: fashion from age. I do get. Okay, so in for me, differentiating fashion and age, like, as a kid, I thought 80s hair was ridiculous. Yeah. I now will watch back 80s movies and be like, oh, she's really hot. Whereas when, as a kid, I would only have seen the hair. That's yeah. all I could pay attention totally. to. Totally. It's like, just boofed up and crazy, and why is this happening? Now, uh, at post-Sexual Awakening, it's you look back on it, it's like, Oh, those are attractive ladies. I don't care what their hair looks like. I have a hard time with it,
1: honestly. Okay. E- even like like eighties babes, Sports Illustrated centerfold right. or whatever, with the big hair and the leg warmers uh-huh. and stuff. I'm like, she's a mom. <laughs> my brain is fucked up. She's a mom for I sure. Like that. That's you know? true
0: though. That is that's that is. I think why because ha- my mom had that big boof hair. Yeah. So it, to me, it was like, oh, that's a mom. That's a mom. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. This is my problem. So like Rachel Weisz in this. <laughs> Doesn't really do it for me because I Whoa. think she's, I th- in my head, she's fucking like really bomb. old. Yeah, okay. And I don't know why. She's Sh- gorgeous. I love her in other movies and yeah. stuff. I think she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in this, my brain files her under granny. Well, I,
0: w- this just gets us
1: into talking about the movie. No offense to grannies. There's some smoking grands out there. They're absolutely- Y'all get some grannies. Hey,
0: listen. I don't like to spend time on Facebook because... Some people I went to high school with yeah. are grandparents. <laughs> I am not that old.
1: <laughs> grandparents, holy shit! So yeah, there are well definitely hot themselves. grands out there. Yeah, for uh-huh. sure, man. Yeah. Oh fucking uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, damn it, Aunt May in the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, damn
0: right, yes, is Alyssa Isabella Milano. Uh, uh, Milano, right? <laughs> it's not Alyssa Milano. Fuck, it's uh, not Isabella Rossellini.
1: Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> my damn, wife is Barbie so mad right this. now. My cousin Vinny. Uh, fucking oh my god are we
0: are we really blowing
1: this that badly i'm firing
0: bill gates jr
1: i was just testing you to see if you knew it (laughs) shit ass why was that so hard i mean she's a grandmother she's she's absolutely fucking
0: gorgeous yeah oh my gosh let
1: me ask you too okay so and again this is my shelteredness talking Uh uh-huh did you have any experiences discovering what you liked in other outlets such as comic books and video games yeah
0: yeah, yeah. uh yeah, comic books and for music sure. videos um uh I can't think of because like you know those early video games n- nothing, nobody was attractive, it was all just bits, but you I guess it would be least... about PlayStation era where it was okay, like okay, but here's the thing, you at
1: least paused it while for Chun, Samus. while Chun <laughs> Lee was doing the spinning okay kick. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Chun Lee. Everybody did that, right? Yeah, Chun-Li was hot. Yeah. yeah. And Cammie. Oh, yeah.
1: Cammy was way hotter than Chun-Li in yeah. my book. <laughs> way into Cammy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so there was a lot of things in video games and comic books that yeah. I will say also set highly unrealistic expectations yeah, of what women were supposed were to look way like, off, especially man. in the age we grew up yeah. it's like here's fucking jim lee's women that have eight foot long legs and
0: yeah you know six inch
1: torsos like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> and
0: like zero waste all boobs
1: who do you think drew the most attractive men and women in comics back then joe oh. Madureira was one of the dudes that i was like that guy can make anybody look hot his gambit was that guy was fucking yeah. hunky as shit yeah, Any of the women that Joe Matarara drew back in the X Men days, fucking so, so well, gorgeous, man.
0: You know me, I, I'm, uh, whenever I think about people, I like for their proportions to be just indescribable. Rob and Liefeld. I, I do not want to see their fucking hands <laughs> or feet. Nope. Rob Liefeld.
1: <laughs> Meet Lofield right there, man. <laughs> i imagine that like you're you're like in the bedroom and you're like just could you put your hands and feet under the blanket just hide them i put just don't want to know on, they're something? there <laughs> could you put on tons of tiny pouches Please, all pouches. over your entire body what could you
0: possibly be holding it all these little sexy
1: strip tees where you reveal all the little pouches <laughs> one by one i don't know i get that also chris bocciolo and his run of uh the original run of generation x
0: oh yeah mm-hmm. uh
1: Chris Bocciolo had such a wonderful style for drawing those mm. characters that just seemed like these could be people that you met in real life. Yeah. I think that he did a really good job of drawing lots of hunks and foxes
0: back I don't then. know if you remember Lady Death, the comic book Oh, Lady yeah. That, that was like...
1: Okay, s- you know what? This opens up a whole new can of worms, because I will say this. Even though the PG-13 gate was really hard on my house... Yeah. Um... I did have several issues of Wizard Magazine. Oh, okay. And Wizard Magazine would have fucking Vampirella, yeah. Lady Death. Mm-hmm. It would have all kinds of art from these comics yeah. and stuff. Of And the women, of course, were just like insanely bodacious Remember, in them.
0: Was it in Wizard or was it a Gen 13 issue? Oh, Gen 13. Had, yeah, God, they had the man. swimsuit Yeah, they had the swimsuit issue. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yep. And again, like I could not buy those comics. There's no okay. way in hell... And honestly, I was too much of a fucking guilty Christian preacher Mm -hmm. boy to even buy those comics. Yeah. But there's no way in hell I could have got like a, yeah, Gen 13 in the house or something like that. But they'd have stills and stuff in Wizard. So, yes, actually, and I didn't even think about it until now, Wizard Magazine was definitely like my (laughs) fucking amateur playboy playboy, back in the day. For (laughs) sure, man. For sure.
0: Yeah. See, like, I wonder now, but, you know, because like... Porn is so readily available. Yeah. Like, I wonder now if kids are having that experience of, like, a movie or music video know, being right? the thing. Yeah. Or if it's just like, I've been watching hardcore porn since I was seven.
1: I was nine years old and I'll watch Two Girls, One Cup. Ugh.
0: I gotta oh, do no. some extreme shit these days. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I, I, like, I do wonder, though, I, yeah, honestly. Yeah, because I, I feel like... I mean, obviously, even though porn is readily accessible it's like I remember seeing porn mags as a kid like just seeing playboys at somebody's house or whatever and not knowing like just looking at it and being like aha right yeah she got a naked lady yeah Yeah. and it wasn't until like probably around clue watching there and then being like okay right
1: it is indeed a good old time to take this trip down to memory lane and if you have some memorable experiences of your own mm-hmm. be sure to add those over to the chat over there on the facebook group that facebook group it's a fun time it's just a treat it is. is literally the only thing good on facebook right now it's the
0: only thing i pay attention to on facebook yeah <laughs>
1: it's yeah it's kind of the best part so be yeah. sure to go and join up over there we've had a bunch of new people sign up recently which yeah. makes me happy and uh, share your own experiences. Let us know. Let us what, know. What gave you the little boner or yeah. the little lady boner? Maybe that. Uh huh. Maybe you let us know about it. Over on the Facebook <laughs> group. Over on the
0: Facebook group. Facebook.com forward slash dead and lovely pod.
1: Steve, before I can get into the movie ski, yeah? I need a broovy ski. Ski. Move <laughs> ski, broov ski. Move ski, broov ski. This one is recommended to us by Ariel over at Corks. It is called. Don't be mean to people. I
0: agree with that sentiment.
1: Yeah, right? It's a Golden Rule Saison. It is a Golden Ale by pony Brewing in Durham, North Kakalaki.
0: Pony-saurus. Pony-saurus? I have not Pony-saurus, heard of yeah. that. I've been to Durham, though. So yeah, me too. pretty much I I, I know what uh, this is going to taste know, like. I've met these guys. Yeah. I know what kind of We're stuff they friends. do. We're best friends. Pretty yeah.
1: much. We're tight. <laughs> and uh, apparently this is all like also donating to LGBTQ causes oh, cool. and stuff like that. So.
0: Good stuff going on. I agree with the sentiment and all they're doing. So I, I hope, hope this I agree is with the beer. Burr. It'd be a real bummer if it was like cause is great. The beer is
1: terrible. <laughs> Tastes like shit. Tastes like <laughs> shit. They say. Let's pour this into a cup rig right here. I did really enjoy that main bring. Yeah, that was, that was so solid, good, man. man.
0: Just a good IPA. I
1: think dinner is still probably my favorite. Yeah,
0: one. it's like a a perfect beer.
1: This I is indeed like. a golden ale. Look at the color. Yeah, absolutely gorge.
0: That is the exact right descriptor. What's the first
1: beer that gave you a boner, Steve? I'd first like to know. The beer that gave beer me a boner.
0: Beer uh, huh. This smells good. It has a I little bit of a Hefeweizen smell. The first time I had a beer and I was like, oh, beer can be really good, was... it was pro- Man, I assume it was like Heineken or something. Like, oh, like, my like, bone. Yeah, just a kind of mid-tier beer that now... It's fine or it's whatever. Fine. Yeah, totally. But it was the first time that I was like, oh, it doesn't just taste like carbonated water and a little Bread. stank. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think this might lead to your Ooh. to your second one right there. So if I see the table shift a little bit, I know what's happened. <laughs> oh, there it went. There, I heard it pop. That's pretty fucking That's good. good. That's
0: a good golden nail. It's got that, like kind of smoky taste of a saison it says saison right it says
1: saison but to Mm. me it really tastes more like a golden ale and a hefeweizen mixed together Mm, yeah it has a Mm -hmm. little bit of that you know clovey banana-y thing going on but Mm -hmm. it's very subtle it's not like in your face at all no
0: that's just a that's a good sipper there Ah, that's
1: really nice man very smooth Mm. very refreshing yeah well damn way to go ponisaurus thanks a lot you guys know what's up well the subject of today's show is the Moomay. The Moomay. The Moomay from 1999. 1999. Did you see this in mm-hmm. 1999?
0: Um, Maybe I didn't see it in nineteen. 19- well, yeah. That's it, when
1: you were in the bunker because yeah. of the Y2K do you were worried not, about.
0: Yeah, I did not go to the theater to see this, but I do remember seeing this pretty quickly after it came out on video. Okay. And, yeah, being way into it. I was... Um, Probably like 18, I guess, when I saw it. Yeah. And yeah, it was one of those where it was like, oh, who is this lady? Uh, and then, who's oh, who's this lady? other lady? Uh, I, I, just a real fun movie that came on all the time, like on HBO and stuff. Yep. And so I've, I saw it a ton of times, always enjoyed it. I've never had, like, never had that moment where I've been like, actually, The Mummy sucks. And watching it again, it's like, I still didn't have that moment found a lot of things that i don't like sure yeah but i still at the end of the movie each i watched it a few times at the end of the movie each time i was like man it's a fun time it it's is a dude. good movie it's just a fun old time
1: man and the thing is is like i don't have nostalgia talking here because i did mm-hmm. not see it in the theater mm-hmm. although while we were watching it last night i was like man i bet this was fun to see in the theater I bet, yeah this, this like super like loud huge screen yeah. summertime mm-hmm. i bet it was a blast so yeah. maybe if it ever gets like shown at like central cinema or something like that i'll definitely go watch yeah. it then so I don't have the nostalgia boner for this or anything like that. Uh, I watched it for the first time, I think, last year. Oh, okay. I think it was one of those just Saturday afternoon pandemic movies where it was just like, yeah. oh, this is like a big blockbuster. You ever seen Check this? Check it out. No, I was homeschooled. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, it's just a fucking fun time, man. I it enjoy is. this flick a lot. It's not, it's not perfect or anything like that. No,
0: It's got issues.
1: It does have some issues and mm-hmm. stuff, but damn, dude, like... Honestly, hosting a uh, a movie podcast is a great way to ruin movies for yourself. It
0: is. It is.
1: You know, because a lot of times you sit there and watch movies that you've loved your whole life and you find, like, huge problems with them and yeah. problematic stuff in them that makes mm-hmm. you go, oh, man, like, do I really yeah. want to watch this again? But I will watch this movie again for sure. It's just yeah. fucking fun, man.
0: I'll I'll be noticing the racism and not liking it, but beyond that...
1: You know... That's one of those things that, like, knowing when this movie was was put together and stuff, I was kind of going into this being like, okay, so the brown people are going to be the terrorists. Right. And the white people are going to be the shiny golden gods. And there's probably going to be some white people with brown makeup on their faces acting Egyptian. Oh, that happens in the
0: original. But, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like, in this movie, okay, they filmed it in Morocco. Yeah. And they did actually get a lot of actors and actresses that are Moroccan or Israeli. Right. Or at least kind of look the part. Sure. They did also just like slap some paint on some white people and be like, hey, go speak with an accent. Put on a faz. Yeah.
0: Knocks on a moon's a Latina. Like.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? (laughs) Yeah. So there's some stuff in here that's like kind of problematic. And even like, you know, one of the actual like Middle Eastern dudes in here, uh, the guy that plays the warden. Yeah, they're always talking about like, Kyle, like oh, well, that guy fucking smells. He's uh, stinky. Yeah, they
0: describe a camel, and then it cuts to him doing the same things they're describing a camel like, doing, oh, and it's just like and stinks, and he's doing, all right, he's like, guys. Oh, okay. it's like, we know he's a prison warden. He's a villain. Yeah, that's all we need. You don't have to go through all this rigmarole to just say you're racist shit yeah like just cut that we don't need that Dude, we know he's
1: not cool <laughs> that's one of those things that you know even though obviously there's still a lot of work to be done with representation and movies and film and stuff like that it is refreshing to see movies like let's say for example crazy rich asians and stuff sure, like that yeah like, get big old acclaim because people are like hey finally people that look like me are on screen right whereas in this era If you were from the Middle East, it's like you're probably gonna play a terrorist on an episode of Twenty Four, yeah, or like a drug cartel leader. It's just like Mm you were just getting cast as like terrible stereotypical, yeah, yeah. dude, a Mm -hmm. fucking convenience store owner, like. Well, I mean, fuck, this movie has the wheezing the juice guy in it. Uh, it does have the wheezing the juice guy in it, yes.
0: And you he know, does not want them to wheeze the mummy juice. He does
1: not want them wheezing that mummy
0: juice for <laughs> sure, man.
1: So, you know, it is nice in this movie that you're like, oh, they actually got some brown people That's doing nice. things that are different from the stuff they were stereotypically getting cast to do. Yeah. Could it
0: be better? Yes. Yeah, it could be way better. but Absolutely. I mean, it could be worse. It could be worse. It It, it is casual 90s racism. Casual 90s it is racism. not o- the overt type of racism you deal with, say, in the 1932 version or whatever, where uh, a character is called the Nubian and it's a white guy in. The Nubian. Uh, yeah, it's a white guy in makeup.
1: Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so
0: we've advanced a little bit from that, let's yeah. say. Um, I would. I would say the bits I saw are going to stick with me, though. They're going to stick in my craw. It's going to be one of those issues where when I am watching it, I'm going to be like, fuck, I wish they'd just not done that. Yeah. But uh, it it's not, I, I'd say, like, aside from not casting people of color to actually play people of color, uh-huh. this doesn't go far on the racism spectrum, but it's still got it going through throughout and it's just like eh, i wish that wasn't there but as an adventure movie that kind of seems to be part of the territory it seems to be kind of a thing yeah yeah honestly because it's like
1: well i mean whatever we did indiana jones and that wild card episode yeah uh, if you ever want to just have that movie ruined check out our episode yeah
0: because <laughs> there's there's plenty going on yeah, there. there's plenty. also still love it i do still, still love, fucking it. Yeah, love it yeah that's man. the thing is that Uh, It does seem to be part of the territory in adventure movies to, um, I don't know, minimize. I'd say that's what it is, is they're minimizing cultures and peoples Mm -hmm. to just a big mishmash of either stuff they heard or stuff they read or past characters that were supposed to be that ethnicity or race or nationality. like. And I, I don't think they're trying to be racist, but they're also not trying to do their research. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. That's kind of the thing.
1: So, yeah, could be better, could be worse. This also is like definitely not a Bechdel test no, movie like, at all. Like no. There's really two women in it, and they have nothing to do with each other. They do other.
0: try. One does try to kill the other. Cool. Yeah, at, <laughs> at the end. They never once talk about anything. Though, no. So. <laughs> no. So, you know... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. But it it still does have so many charms. And it does. I mean one is the action adventure setting, like being in Egypt, being so that's in the thing. The man. Sand. Yeah, yeah, dude.
1: Like honestly, just the subject matter and setting of the movie, mm-hmm. it's kinda like instantly getting at like ninety cool points in yeah. my book because I have always fucking loved learning about egypt yeah i always loved learning about Mm -hmm. egyptian mythology and stuff and there's still so many things about obviously the 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 pyramids and the sphinx and the obelisks and all that stuff that we don't know don't understand yeah that are still fucking hard to comprehend dude Mm -hmm. i was actually just listening to a uh last podcast on the left episode Uh the other day while i was working out about the pyramids and stuff and there's still just so much fucking bizarre stuff Right about the pyramids that we do not understand. Mm -hmm. When you think about when those things were built, there were still fucking woolly mammoths on Earth. Yeah, and they managed to build these things that, when you add up the sum of all the sides, it is exactly pi. Pi wouldn't even be fucking invented for another couple thousand years, dude. But it was what?
0: I mean, the thing is, it was obviously invented. Like that, our Western recounting of history makes Egypt mysterious. <laughs> like we decide they're mysterious like they couldn't have known so how did they do it And it's like well obviously they fucking knew right because <laughs> they, they did white, it so how did they do it yeah explain that yeah i think so many of the mysteries of egypt fall apart when you just realize like well they did these things <laughs> so there's no mystery okay to steve it.
1: but who helped them
0: <laughs> exactly that's all the great what white person
1: helped them was it the nephilim <laughs>
0: The nephilim. Probably I mean, there's did explanations
1: yeah. here that we're just not exploring, Steve. Yeah, we're just not looking at them.
0: I think I think the alien explanation is the most the hilarious to me. The yeah. most best, you mean? Yeah, because like it's can, hilarious because it's so obvious. You mean? Can you imagine if if uh, wouldn't it be? I think a fun game for all the people in in Egypt, uh, any any uh, nation or whatever that has pyramids and have been explained. Uh, as aliens if they started saying you know aliens built the parthenon that'd be sick they built a white house aliens built the white house how else could you build it
1: white people <laughs> don't know about pie they didn't have fucking uh um you know uh cranes and stuff back then <laughs> right they didn't have earth movers how could they build the white house i also explain that
0: i also thought like i think it's fine this is uh the mummy 1932 had some interesting choices of verbiage Whenever they talked about who built the pyramids, they call them slaves, and then whenever they talk about the people that do all their bidding, they call them servants.
1: Oh yeah, it's totally different.
0: Yeah, no, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Why uh, would you think they're the same? I, I like again, it's like you look at you look at uh, the that's mys- some white people shit. Yeah, the supposed mysteries of Egypt, like w- white people just assumed like, oh well, these were all built with slaves, like because you know it would take a whole lot of people. I mean, I mean that's obviously, what I would you're do. not gonna like treat them well or anything and then like all the research indicates no actually these these were just workers who were treated extremely well had their own homes ate well like they weren't slaves (laughs) i mean that's how i would have done it Yeah, but that's how we would have done it exactly (laughs) it is the american way (laughs) exactly well
1: and obviously they didn't get the chinese to build it because there weren't no chinese in egypt at that time so although there is there is also a theory that the chinese are actually an egyptian settlement colony is there yeah do you know about the Chinese pyramids?
0: I do know about Chinese pyramids. It's yes. fucking bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that is also a, a theory. We also have pyramids in Central and South America. Yeah. So, what's up? Those aliens must have been traveling. They got right? around, dude. It can't be possible that stacking stones in a pyramid shape is just pretty common knowledge once you start figuring out how to build stuff.
1: I think it's impossible to figure out that if you take a handful of dirt and <laughs> drop it out of your hands, it naturally forms a cone. Yes. It is kind of the most organic shape. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm just saying. Not to take the mystery out of all this yeah. stuff, but it
0: is kind of the most logical shape to make. I do love whenever people will be like, so if you measure this shaft and that shaft, that's the exact distance. If you multiply it times pi from here to the moon. <laughs> it's like- I guess if you do that, If sure. you did that, yeah. I, You know what? Also, if you take my phone number and add it to your phone number, that's the exact distance to the moon. We're aliens, bro.
1: And then if you take that number and subtract it from the base of the pyramids, that's exactly how many inches my dick is. Whoa, I'm aliens. Everything is connected.
0: <laughs> the number
1: 23. 3.5. <laughs> yeah it was
0: cold okay it was cold yeah. but I, I that's what i mean isn't that what like sparked our interest in egyptology though was all these like supposed mysteries like yeah a lot of it's cool a lot of it's like the mythology and stuff i remember being very interested Love in all it, the man. different gods and goddesses and stuff but like so much of my interest as a kid in egyptology was like how did they build the pyramids and it oh, yeah. was that like alien theories and stuff like that that was all and the theories of how the pyramids across the world were all connected i mean
1: i want it to be true because
0: that's so much that more interesting so fun. yeah you right? know
1: it's so much cooler to think that they were like fucking you know telekinetically moving these blocks around with the power of the atlanteans and shit like yeah. this that's so much cooler that than is. being like well they they measure twice and cut once
0: yeah and then they pushed they pushed it into place and there you go pyramid that other story is way more interesting. It is way more interesting. Way more fucking yeah. interesting. I I think it's real interesting too when you talk about Egyptology. Like we learned, just like we learned this like monolithic idea of Egypt when like Egypt was like a two thousand year like spread of different dynasties and different oh yeah. like uh, you know cultural innovations and stuff. Like everything that we think we know about Egyptology is about like different eras and different dynasties and we're just mishmashing a bunch of shit together is
1: is like i wonder if it's like that across the world or if that's just an american thing because considering we live in one of the youngest long-lasting countries in the world it's incomprehensible to us whenever we see you know a building in europe that's 800 years old and it's just like oh this is a restaurant Right. This building was built fucking a thousand years Where ago, or whatever.
0: Yeah, we don't build buildings to last that long anymore. Well, there's
1: just nothing <laughs> here that's that old. Yeah, you know, there's nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, even the stuff like the stuff that we do still have around from the you know, fifteenth si- uh, and sixteenth century attempts at living here, small stuff. It's not no. big, like we don't have there's no cathedrals anything. here yeah. that are fucking ancient. We just don't have those things,
1: yeah. unfortunately. So I wonder if that perspective. You know, uh, about, like, what you're saying about these thousands of years of Egyptian history just kind of distilled down into, like, canoptic jars and Anubis. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) that's it. I wonder if this is a specifically American problem or if this is something that other places experience.
0: You know, I think, honestly, like, it's pop archaeology. It's just like, yeah, I'd say worldwide people do have probably pretty... Uh, mishmash understandings of Egypt, because I, you know, in Russia, I knew tons of people who were into Egyptology as well, cool. like, it, it's super popular because, I mean, one, it, the sarcophagi and, like, all the, the you know, uh, you know, all the art that you see come out of that, it's like, vivid colors and all this stuff that just sticks out, the gold specifically. Oh, the amount like, of wealth is just yeah. insane. Golden and then, jewels, like, yeah. specifically the gods having, like, animal heads but human bodies and things like aliens all all those things sort of stick out and make you interest because they're different than oh yeah other cultures you've dealt with in it but we also just have a ton of information about them as well even though we're not all seeking that information out we're seeking out the
1: cool parts cool parts (laughs) yeah we just want (laughs) the cool parts yeah i get that man yeah this movie just with its setting and stuff just instantly kind of has me interested it's Mm -hmm. like i don't really care who's in it or what's going on the subject matter alone is enough to pique my interest yeah but then you just build a fun fucking summertime action adventure movie on top of it yeah okay it's honestly the same thing that made like that brief moment in time where we all went fucking insane about pirates right pirates of the caribbean Mm -hmm. came out it was just like oh my god you're taking something that's already cool and putting a movie in it like this movie to me shares so much connective tissue with like to the caribbean yeah it's a very similar kind of vibe it's, i think i think it's this, a kind of overly long but yeah. really fun action adventure based on a yeah. known property kind yep. of thing it's right there in that same area to me
0: yeah i think this this movie because you know this is post indiana jones by was uh last crusade was like 91 or I think so. somewhere around yeah there. so almost so a decade yeah it's been a, it's been a while Uh, This is kind of bringing back that action adventure that had been kind of gone through. Like, we got some. We'd get, like, Waterworld and stuff, but they'd bomb. They just wouldn't hit with people. This was one that, like, really hit. And I think it's probably a launch pad for things like Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. Like, we got so much cool action adventure after this because everybody wanted to cash in. (laughs) Yeah, totally, man.
1: But also, too, at the same time, you know... Even though this did kind of jumpstart that, you know, summertime action adventure mm-hmm. thing in the late 90s that we saw continue on into the 2000s and stuff, yeah. uh, they've been trying to make this movie there for a minute, hadn't they?
0: Yeah. The production history of this is real interesting. And I, I haven't told you anything. You yeah, did I don't know, know much one about thing, it. but wait till you hear some of these names. Hit me. Okay, so in 1987. Back in 1987, I was three years old. Yeah. Probably
1: still pooping my pants. <laughs> Or somebody's Some, pants, I don't know you, yeah,
0: you might might have pooped somebody else's pants. I was
1: into pranking at that time, yeah <laughs> so George Romero
0: wrote a film treatment, wait George Romero, yep, George what? Romero wrote a film treatment for the mummy, and he was attached to direct, so the thing is. Terminator had come out, and Universal wanted an unstoppable mummy, like the Terminator. They basically wanted to make like a the Terminator, machine, but like the Michael
1: mummy. Myers right. wrapped in toilet paper.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's what they were going for, and the George Romero thing kind of fell apart. So then they brought in Clive Barker. Holy shit, what? <laughs> yeah, they brought in Clive Barker to direct a low-budget mummy horror movie that was going to be... Uh, Pretty brutal, it seemed like. Okay, but. the
1: funny thing about that is though, yeah, is while I was watching this last night, mm-hmm. and I was seeing that you had this like decrepit, skinless mummy, yeah, Imhotep guy that was trying to like regain his powers by killing people and taking parts of them. I yeah. was like,
0: man, this is kind of like Hellraiser. This kind of like Hellraiser. Yeah, holy shit, it's kind of right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think, I think that stuff from '87 on. All got like distilled down into what this movie became, no kidding, yeah, so clyde barker w- was uh, going to direct with Mick Garris screenplay, and then that fell apart, so then uh Alan Ornsky uh pitched a more straightforward like update of the nineteen thirty two film so it would have been much more of just like a direct kind of remake okay uh but that didn't really pan out, they still wanted this like Terminator kill type of character then joe dante was attached to joe direct
1: dante man yes what it's kind of funny too because we've mentioned joe dante a bunch recently on yeah, the show
0: Yeah we have and he he was gonna be directing this with daniel day lewis starring as the mumming okay <laughs> what
1: <laughs> yeah but i bet the reason they canned it is because daniel day lewis is like okay in my method acting I'll have to remove my organs <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like i want to be mummified and buried in a pyramid <laughs> built by master architects over a period yeah. of you know decades <laughs> in order to prepare for the role and they're like that's gonna be over budget yeah <laughs> get out of here wow what a movie that would have been yeah
0: so then another draft i bet though daniel day lewis was going to play the pyramid <laughs> or he was gonna play the sphinx is what he was gonna do sorry <laughs> Uh, so, another draft was written by John Sayles that included the flesh-eating scarabs that then ended up, oh, yeah, obviously, in, here, in the yeah. movie. Oh, in yeah. things hungry. Uh, then Romero returned in 1994. He's known for returning, that guy. Hey, hey. Hey. Uh, so, he wanted to make a zombie-style horror film out of the property. Okay. Um, like a bunch of mummies. Probably. Yeah.
1: But, honestly, mummies that arm out, kind of shuffle, kind of zombie-like
0: yeah uh and we actually do kind of get some zombie like activity in this one all everybody is uh walking and chanting Imhotep. Yeah, yeah yeah, wonder why that only works on brown people? It kind of seemed like it did, yeah, yeah, for some reason, mm, eh. so more racism yeah anyway, uh then they brought mick Garris back he had written or he he had written the screenplay for Clive Barker, they brought him back. And combined elements of the 1932 film and then the 1942 sequel, The Mummy's Tomb, and Wes Craven was offered no to direct.
1: This would through the hands of like every epic 80s horror
0: director. Yes. You're yeah. kidding me. So then they finally hired uh, Kevin Jarre to write a new screenplay, and then Stephen Summers came on, and uh, he basically, it seems to me, took... So much work that had been coming, distilled it down into this, and what he wanted to do was combine it and make it kind of an action-adventure Indiana Jones type of movie. Okay. So he's so, the one that got the ball rolling in yeah. that direction. And and uh, they... Originally, it considered Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, (laughs) Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck all for the role of Rick. I can see all of those, honestly. I can see all of those, and not one of them would be as charming as as Brendan Fraser. No. And that's not dissing on... I mean, Brad Pitt, extremely charming dude. Love him. Great. But he's too pretty. And not to say Brendan
1: Fraser's not pretty. He's that guy... Like, in in all of our, like, little groups Uh of, you know, weirdo artists, musicians, writers, and stuff that we've always hung out with, there's always that one dude that's, like, kind of a normie. Yeah. That, like, probably played sports and is, like, in way better shape (laughs) than everybody and way Uh more handsome, but he's just kind of cool with hanging out with the weirdos. He's that guy. He's that guy. He's totally that guy. That's Brendan Fraser,
0: and he he just oozes charisma. He does, man. While also being uh, uh, attainable, I'd say, is that, is, like... Guys could be him. Yeah. And women think like, I could date that guy. Totally. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Appealing to kind of everybody on those fronts, man. Because like you said, man, he does have just that charm, that relatability. Mm -hmm. He's also got a little bit of like Han Solo. Yeah. In him where like, he kind of does what he wants Mm -hmm. and he's kind of a hard ass. And so is Indiana Jones in a lot of ways too, you know. Indy doesn't really play by the rules and I think they kind of combined a little bit of both of those characters. They make Uh, him a lovable rogue. And
0: you know, like, that's kind of the problem with the uh, Tom Cruise mummy is they tr- I think they were trying to make him a lovable rogue, but they made him a war criminal, which <laughs> is thing, less right? lovable and roguish than they thought. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, but this. Yeah, this this just went through so many potential versions to actually end up at a Probably story. Probably the best one. Yeah. Uh, a story that is really very much the original movie with an action-adventure thrown in. Like, the original movie is just the emotep Anak Moon, like, trying to bring her back in this, you know, distant 3,000 years later time. Okay. Uh, and that's what this movie is about, kind of. But this movie is actually really about Brandon Fraser and Rachel Weisz, uh hooking up. Pretty because much. Because that well, why shouldn't is fun. Yeah, no. why shouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a really fun, like, easy-to-digest story. Yeah. You know, I mean, it starts off in ancient Egypt, mm-hmm. ancient CGI Egypt. It looks... Yep. The reality machine didn't work that well back then, so no. it kind of looks like a PlayStation 2 cutscene. <laughs> like, to say it looks like a video game at the start of this movie is kind of an insult to video yeah, games, honestly. I agree. It, I agree with that. It really doesn't look good. Like, no. they they really should have opened this with just good old filming on location, enhancing with mm. matte paintings. Yeah. I that would have been the best. If they could do it back in the days of fucking, you know, mm. Cleopatra and shit yeah. like that. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, practical effects would have been better for almost everything in this. Like Yeah. And and I'm confused too cuz it's industrial light and magic. We're not talking about like this is 19 19- bucks, man. Yeah, this is 1999. They're doing big projects. They're, you know, doing Star Wars, et cetera. like and you look at the movies they did around that time and look at the effects, and they look better than this. So, like, yeah. this just didn't get their full attention, it feels like. Well,
1: also, too, like, think about other movies that came out in 1999. It was mm-hmm. actually a pretty damn jam-packed year at the box office. Didn't The Matrix come out? The Matrix, The yeah. Matrix looks great. And don't get me wrong, there's there's some stuff in The Matrix that does not Yeah, it does doesn't age entirely, great. yeah. Like, when he has, like, the skin over his mouth and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's some yeah. stuff in The Matrix that does look kind of shocked. Yeah. But some of the like the big wide shots of like the polluted earth and all that stuff Uh still look pretty fucking cool. Fight Club actually had quite a lot of CG in it as well. Also nineteen ninety nine
0: still looks pretty cool. I think even
1: did Sleepy Hollow come out in ninety nine?
0: Oh, it may have. That was when uh, a couple people named as their sexual awakening movie. Yeah, yeah. uh yeah. I can kind of get that. I get that, too. Yeah, Christina Ricci's super hottie. Johnny Depp. You got several other people. I bet Beetlejuice was
1: that movie for a lot of people, too. I,
0: someone did name Alec Baldwin yeah. in Beetlejuice. There so, we go, yes. man. Or Gina
1: Davis, man. Gina Davis as well, yeah. Or, or Eve, fucking... Uh,
0: God damn it. We both just blanked on Winona doing Ryder's doing Winona name. Ryder. Holy
1: <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Is there like a gas leak in the apartment? What is be. going on right now? So bad. But yeah, this. like,
0: yeah, 99 was huge. It was a huge, huge year. And this movie did extremely well. I oh, mean, very
1: well. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm saying like, even some of those like city shots and stuff in Sleepy Hollow and other movies around this area. They look better. They looked a lot better than yeah. this. They, they kind of got greedy with a lot of the yeah. CG in this where they were like, well, we could go to Egypt and fucking film the pyramids and maybe enhance them a little bit to put the limestone exterior on right. like they used to have and blah, blah, blah. Or we could just do the whole thing pre-rendered, mm, yeah. and like even the little people walking around the cityscape and stuff, they look really fake, like they real, do. real fake, like, man. The
0: only things that play kind of well are the scarabs when they're not under skin or Ooh. in a big group. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Like, like individual scarabs in the dark. Somehow look they got okay. that. Yeah, yeah, they got
1: that pretty good, <laughs> man. Yeah, the stuff even with like the uh, you know with with the mummy himself, the yeah. enemy tap after he comes back. Yeah. Um, I get that they probably wanted it to look. Honestly, kind of like the fucking ghosts in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Where they're kind of like bones vaguely covered with skin. They got big holes in them and shit like this. Like, I guess they were kind of going for that thing. And I get it. That's cool. But it doesn't really look good.
0: No. And then, like, yeah, the first resurrected mummy form looks like a cartoon. It It looks looks like like they're running from a cartoon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they were apparently really proud of it. Because there's all kinds of, like, close up shots where they just cut to him, like, grabbing at the camera Mm -hmm. or whatever and it's kind of in like full light like it's not in you know darkness or rain which it should be the Jurassic Park cover ups which always Mm -hmm. work for CG looks good yep they kind of got a little cocky with it, and they're like, you know what, we're just going to show them full on, in full light, and... Look at how good we did, guys. It's not that good, though. You didn't do good. <laughs> I mean, even Phantom Menace, like, I think the CG in Phantom Menace, which is not looks great. Better. It looks better than this. Yeah. I'm sure, of course, it had a bigger budget than this, but did, come on. And,
0: yeah, and you can be cartoonish in Star Wars, and it works, yeah. whereas in this... It's real life yeah, settings Yeah, everything stuff, right? is real life, so, like, you need it, you need it to look more real, or... Yeah. But again, like it's not hard to do mummy makeup and it's not gonna cost you they paid fifteen million dollars for the CGI for this. Whoa, just for the CG? Just for the CG.
1: Uh, how many uh how much does it cost to go buy like several rolls of ace bandage?
0: <laughs> not much <laughs> and
1: fucking you know, much. hit these guys with some dirt and just send yeah. them on their way. Like that's all you really need, right? <laughs> exactly. Well that's the thing too, is like later on in the movie, whenever there's like guards get resurrected and stuff, yeah. and they're just dudes in fucking suits. Yeah. Looks great. I'm looks soul. awesome. Like I, I liked don't it. I don't for a mm-hmm. second go, That looks fake. It's like this is the realest looking thing I've seen yeah. for the bad guys. It's in dudes this movie. in suits. Yeah. But yeah. even like at the start of the movie there where we're in ancient Egypt, and again it starts with the big CGI thing. And then we get kind of the narration by not Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought that it was. Yeah. Which, by the way, this is all just so Bram Stoker's Dracula. It Start is. Start in the past with the tale of these cursed lovers with narration yeah. by a guy that sounds like Anthony Hopkins. Like, I, okay, it's Bram Stoker's Dracula, I, right? I
0: meant to say this earlier when I was saying uh, So The Mummy, 1932, comes out the year after Dracula. It, it's made by the cinematographer of Dracula. Yeah. It, it is Dracula. It is Dracula, it's just right? Dracula in Egypt, and then this movie just takes that story. It's just Dracula. It really is. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's these cursed lovers, oceans of time. Yeah. Uh blah blah blah. It really is a very similar mm-hmm. storyline to the to that um to that movie and stuff. But yeah, like whenever we get inside and we're seeing the Pharaoh and all of his men and we see Imhotep yeah, and all of his priests that all look like gold dust. Uh-huh. <laughs> They do. <laughs> They're all wearing like the black and the gold body paints, and yeah. I was just like
0: gold, gold Dust. dust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all of his priests were little mini gold dust. And we get old Hottie bow Body walking yeah, on the screen.
0: On the moon. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah.
0: She she's uh She looks alright. <laughs> she does, but she does ten
1: sit-ups a day. At least ten.
0: Yeah, no, she she is a gorgeous woman and just like that I mean that's it like you immediate I feel like immediately if you're a 90s kid or just an Egyptology person now you're already into the movie and then now you've seen these hot people you've seen uh, Imhotep and Nox on the Moon, and they're both fucking gorgeous Yeah, you just the like Pharaoh looks like a is, damn like pro wrestler exactly. or something he's like shredded dude <laughs> it's just like all right I'm in I'm in let's
1: sure. go yeah <laughs> And that's the thing, too, is, like, after you go from all the CG and stuff to those interior shots, and you see how much time they spent on the sets... Yeah. The sets in this movie are fucking fantastic. Yes, they are. Like, they absolutely sell the shit out of it. It puts you right there in that environment, in that time period. Yeah. Uh, They really did a killer job on it. And then, like I said, the CGI kind of stuff really takes away from it. But here's what I was was thinking about, is Mm -hmm. I was like, if they remade this movie today... Yeah, the CG parts would look way better. Yes, there would also be way more CG in general.
0: Yeah, the Tom Cruise The Mummy way more CG. Is it like that? It is. It does have some real good like dark stuff in it that Mm -hmm. I liked, but still just tons of obvious CG.
1: Yeah, like I imagine if they filmed this today, rather than putting these people actually out there on the hot sands and stuff, yeah, film it in green screen, of course, and just stick them in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad that we we have this like. Pre everything CG because totally. like I, I I just feel like an action adventure movie that's all CG is just it's hard to buy.
1: Yeah, it never feels like there's real danger or anything yeah. in there. Yeah, it never feels like Brendan Fraser is actually going to fucking die being hung by the neck.
0: Almost happened in this movie. Yeah, What? he
1: almost actually died in that scene.
0: Why? did they think they
1: needed to use the actual movie star actor to perform that stunt i have no idea why was i mean not that the fucking if a stuntman died it wouldn't be any big deal i'm not saying right that, but, it's but
0: just that's like, like he's he that's his job a trained stuntman is trained to do it he knows exactly how to do it
1: yeah instead it's just like let's hang the guy for fucking biodome from the neck oh yeah. shit he's dying. <laughs> what?
0: uh yeah i i don't know why they did that 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 makes very little sense to me maybe maybe somebody was just mad at brendan fraser that day i don't know i don't know it's like this is
1: this is hollywood trying to kill his career early on so
0: we get introduced to evie uh right after that like sort of intro bit and um let me tell you the ways in which my wife is evie okay yeah so my my crush on rachel weiss Uh, apparently was a crush specifically on Evie and I ended up marrying that woman. (laughs) You did it. So my wife loves ancient Egypt. Yeah. 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 Owns a ton of books. Yep. There you go. She's clumsy as fuck. It happens. She starts to drink. She gets drunk super quick. She gets all up in your face telling you cute shit. Also, she tells super gruesome stories. This is actually all that could be either one of those. Gruesome stories while giggling and looking cute. That's my wife. Evie is my wife. This scene, you're right, wh- where like we she were- has better eyebrows though. <laughs> my wife does have better eyebrows. Has better yeah. eyebrows yeah. than Evie. Yes. Um, uh, so this scene, my wife and I were watching it last night, and when she like goes to reach for a book on the other thing, yeah. that's my wife. Like that's her mentality. It's like, well, I'm already up here. I could probably reach for that. Knock everything in the room over. Like, daisy. Yeah. That scene, by the way, one take. Damn.
1: Yeah.
0: If t- Apparently, if they had had to do it again, it would have taken a full day to set everything back up. Well, yeah, because it's real. Yeah. Like,
1: those are all real huge bookshelves. Yeah. Okay, real. I will say this. That is like a very memorable, iconic scene in this movie and obviously yeah. a strong introduction to that character and stuff that we yeah. all remember. I wish that it would have come back later.
0: Yeah, if you something know I mean? similar had happened later in the pyramids. Yeah, yeah if
1: she like fucking, um, you know, Imhotep is about to kill Brendan Fraser and she uh, knocks over an obelisk by mistake. She just leans up against it and it tumbles across all these oh, other Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been really and cool. And it smushes them. Like, bring it back. You yes. know what I mean? Bring it back in some way. But instead it's yeah. just like, she's clumsy. Anyway, mm-hmm. here goes the movie. Yeah. yeah, Here's her brother who speaks... With a totally different accent than her,
0: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that
1: guy's just Scottish as fuck and just can't hide. Yeah,
0: they don't sound at all similar, but I guess to American audiences, it's all the same. So,
1: oh, you're from London, aren't they? Yeah, them two's from London. You can tell from the way they talk; they don't talk like Americans. They eat them fish and chips. You know that they just got done listening to the Beatles. (laughs) You know they did. (laughs) <laughs> well, they did
0: it's yeah. like every everyone in London wakes up every morning must turn on the Beatles <laughs> that's entirely normal yeah.
1: I think so but yeah the intro to her character is fun and she's like a great character in this man she is she's
0: awesome She's. I mean cause like she 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 is interested in Rick, and we don't get the Bechdel like passing the Bechdel test sort of thing. But she is a strong character. Yeah. She's not just like damsel in, a distress, damsel in distress, eye candy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, she's figuring things out. She's she is in direct contact with the villain regularly. Like yeah. like she's the the one. Like he's just on this adventure to save her because he's in love with her. But she's the one who ends up having all the having everything figured out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She's the Hermione in this situation yes. where she's the one doing the research that already kind of knows mm-hmm. all the history and all the lore of everything that's going yeah. on. And then she's surrounded by all these hunks
0: that are just like, maybe we shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so <laughs> funny when they're trying to escape the the burning uh boat and the Americans are all just shooting.
1: Yeah, just shoot stuff. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not, right? That's what we
0: do. We yeah. just shoot things. Yeah we're introduced yep. to her boss, the Weez the Juice guy. The Weez and the Juice guy who is in a secret society because uh, there was one in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, so might as well throw one in here. Right. Yeah.
1: Did that add a lot to the movie that it turned no. out that he was like part of it? It didn't it, really do anything for no,
0: me. No, it just gave us uh, 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 Oded Faire's uh, super handsome face with the tattoo thing. That's. Yeah. I think they were just like, oh, there's a handsome dude, let's figure out a way to put them in here
1: i mean i'm cool with like the society that's there to like protect
0: um, it's fine the, the it's, city it just it doesn't go
1: anywhere the city of the dead it's called but like i think that's cool but then like the revelation I'm opera, of, like, that's it yeah that's the one that's what i said yeah the revelation that, you know, her boss is, like, part of it and stuff, it's like, eh. It doesn't really mean much. All yeah. that it does is it's just like, oh, that's why he tried to burn the map at the start That of the really
0: movie. is it. That's Come the payoff all. for that, is that, yeah. oh, that's why he tried to burn the map. Because he's
1: not really in the movie that much, so no. you're not
0: like, holy shit. Yeah. Can't believe he was involved in that. It's not really that big of a deal. No, it's not. Yeah, so, like, they, I think this movie does... I mean, it's not terrible that it has so many characters. I think an action adventure movie has to have a lot of characters. Yeah. But this movie has some real throwaway characters, like, say, Winston. Which one's Winston? He's the pilot that they see in a bar for a second, and then later Um, because they needed to see him in the bar earlier so he could say he wants to die so that later when he dies we're like oh I guess that's what he wanted (laughs) he's in two scenes one where he says he wants to die and one where he dies
1: When you put it that way, that is his entire involvement with
0: the movie, isn't yeah, it? And also there's quicksand in the desert. You sure. need water for quicksand. You kinda do. <laughs> you have to
1: pretty have water. sure. Yeah, that's the thing, is like ultimately that guy is there so they can have a plane for a second. And it's just like ultimately Indiana Jones would just see a plane jump in it and fly off. Yeah. And yeah. that's how
0: he got a plane. Yeah, that that would have been an easier explanation. Just like, yeah, obviously Brandon Gleason can fly. Fraser. Brittany Frazier. Right? Brendan <laughs> Frazier. <laughs> Frazier. Gleason can fly, definitely. <laughs> Without a plane.
1: <laughs> but yeah, there are quite a lot of characters in here. Like I feel like a lot of them are, are pretty distinct. Like even sure. in that little that group of hunks that has like. The
0: Americans, yeah. Yeah,
1: like the guy that's like the adventurer, obviously, mm-hmm. that kind of looks like Jamie Lannister, but right. he's not. And then you got the kind of nerdy guy that kind of looks like John Hamm, but he's not. Yeah. And then the guy that's definitely not Jeremy Piven, but he sure does look like sure a does Jeremy look Piven. Sure does look like him, yeah. Right? He's like, yeah. wish Jeremy Piven.
0: Exactly. Whole
1: movie, I was like, what do I know that guy from? <laughs> I'm like, oh, from Jeremy Piven. I know him which from he is looking not.
0: like Jeremy Piven, yeah.
1: But like, yeah. all those guys are, are there in the movie and they probably could have been distilled into like one character yeah like we brought ultimate badass
0: with us yeah like this this american is looking for hominoptera too and he's he's like yeah, he, he shoots and whatever, but he also knows about Egyptology. Like, you could just put that all in one person. Clever girl. But you need people to for the mummy to kill to take their organs. I don't know why I yeah. can't take the organs of just one person. I
1: know, right? Why can't you just get them all? Like, a human body is a one-stop shop for all the parts, <laughs> usually. Generally,
0: yeah. Most people have all of them.
1: And here's the thing that, that the fucking mummy really fucked up is that he took the eyes from the guy who just moments earlier drops his glasses and is absolutely blind. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. Like, I can't find my glasses. Like, In movies, anytime somebody loses their glasses, what you have to do is look up at the ceiling blindly
0: and, then and pat your hands hit around. the ground. Just patting. <laughs> just like, oh, oh, oh. Like, this will be a good idea. I should hit my glasses. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. There they are, crush. Yeah. Yeah, like that guy. Okay, if the mummy steals his eyes... <laughs> And wouldn't it wouldn't be funny if he put the eyes in, and then he started doing the same thing. He just looks up at the ceiling, oh, pats his uh,
0: hand up. Subtitles can't find mummy glasses. Can't find mummy glasses. <laughs> find mummy glasses. <laughs>
1: like that seems like that's a bad choice. I'd have stole his muscles because he was fucking ripped.
0: Yeah, you know one of the things I did appreciate about this movie is that the mummy never starts speaking English. I know, right? Yeah, let him read subtitles. Fuck it. Yeah, like th- seriously, there's a moment in the Tom Cruise The Mummy where the mummy goes starts speaking english and then goes do you think your language is hard to figure out or something like that and it's like no Actually, but i think learning yeah. a language takes a little bit of fucking time
1: <laughs> the fuck unless you're a scorpion in mortal combat and you've spent thousands of years in hell learning english so you can go come here <laughs> get over
0: here yeah yeah i i like i did appreciate that they did that because yeah the subtitles not a problem no of course not makes it more realistic man yeah and then it makes some sense why benny is there yeah (laughs) because otherwise benny is also just a kind of racial stereotype character but what race is what, what is, is he yeah
1: i guess he's supposed to be hungarian but yeah he, he does speak Hungarian, fast, but then also like later on in the movie when he's begging for his life like he whips out all the like star of david yeah and the fucking chinese symbols i
0: i was very confused too because the the subtitle said speaks chinese no such language <laughs> you
1: know what when you put it that yeah. way that is correct.
0: Yeah, I, uh, Emily and I both think it's probably Mandarin, but I I don't speak Mandarin. Sound like
1: Chinese to me. So that, that's
0: probably Chinese. Yeah, I that that was a weird. I did like that bit though. I liked Benny as a character. Aside from you know w- what he's doing there and why they just heaped these racial stereotypes onto him. As a character, Benny is awesome because he's like the the foil to. Uh, Brendan Gleason's Rick, who yeah. is, like, brave and, and whatnot. Like, Benny Benny is in the same situations as him, uh, doing the same things as him. Different motivations. But different motivations and different uh, ways of accomplishing that. And they work together. And, ben, and Benny is, like, uh, played by Kevin O'Connor. I think he did a great job of playing the role he was given. Just seems like a person of color would have... Been a better sense. choice there, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, Save
1: on brown makeup, at least, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like, I Save d- on bronzer.
0: I don't understand, like... I don't understand that. You have to fly a white person to Morocco.
1: Yeah, there's probably a Moroccan there that can do the yeah. job, right?
0: <laughs> like, just... Already it's there? It's so much easier. I don't know. Like, people can act all over the world. <laughs> there are actors everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though,
1: is, like, those motivations that you're talking about, also kind of bleed over into uh Evie's brother Jonathan. Right? Right? Where it's like he knows the stuff about Egypt and all that jazz, but he's ultimately just kind of like there for profit.
0: Yeah, he's yeah, he's a gambling type of guy. Yeah, he's, kind of a cutthroat. Yeah, he's he's not um no nobody in this is particularly brave. The only person whose motivations are entirely like I guess clear and innocent yeah. is Evie. Like totally, her motivations are entirely academic.
1: Yeah, she wants to learn more. She wants to uncover these treasures yeah. that she's read about her whole life, and this is an opportunity for her to do that.
0: Yeah, everybody else is along for the ride because money, like, fame, and fortune. Yeah, they want fame, power. Fortune. Yep, any of those things. So they're all rapscallions, scallions, and then you got our, our perfect Evie, who is just—I uh, think—in this movie, without without uh, Rachel Vice nailing the the character as this like nerdy but also like i guess like super not ambitious but like it she's got an adventurous for sure Yeah, yeah super adventurous sort of element to it along with brendan fraser's like uh you know, just sort of as you said, Han solo type of thing, like their their chemistry is what makes the movie constantly fun, oh yeah, like i I feel like they they very easily could have cast this wrong, and this movie would be no fun, yeah, like,
1: oh, yeah, hundred percent, man, the yeah. cast absolutely brings the fun, yeah to this flick, for sure, man, yeah, so you've got all those motivations and stuff, bring these people to the desert, trying to find this city. And then you got uh, the priest, Emotep, who just wants his old girlfriend. Yeah. I want my girlfriend back. He's
0: hot. His motivation is hot girlfriend. And the thing is that, like, he's he's bad because this was the pharaoh's wife or whatever, right? Like, so she's cheating. But if we look at the story, the love story here, it's like, it's hard to see him as bad necessarily. I know, right? Right? Like, there's nothing necessarily evil about what he's doing he's, he's probably forbidden from even having themselves a right. little action yeah the evil comes then three thousand years later yeah <laughs> where it's like well i'll kill anybody and or whatever to get an ox a moon back
1: which is also again very much fucking Bram stoker's dracula yep. like is Dracula all that evil, or is he yeah, just trying to reclaim his lost love?
0: Yeah, in, in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the movie, there's definitely that, like, he's a, you know, he leads armies and stuff, but he's he's also an impaler, et cetera. But it, there, there's, like, motivation that is not evil. Yeah. It's just... He's doing it in the name of love, essentially. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: And this, again, has a lot in common with Bram Stoker's
0: that way, man. Yep. I, I think, like that that's part of like why everybody's attractive because nobody yeah. is the like the full on villain. Yeah. You're like, not
1: supposed to ultimately super hate anybody yeah. in here. I don't think.
0: Yeah. So it's, I mean, I, I like that element to it. It does. Uh, Cause like, you know, we're, we're a calling this an action movie. It is a remake of a horror movie. Yeah. And it has all of the elements of that horror movie. I it's not a horror movie, though. Not <laughs> like, really. It's no. really not.
1: Uh, no. Yeah. And honestly, like, I would have been okay if the pendulum swung more towards horror. Yeah. That's just me, honestly. Yeah. I know that then it wouldn't have even made a quarter of the money that it did. Yeah. uh Because the audience would have been a lot more limited then. Like, I would have been okay if we did get a lot more gore and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, is like, dude. Ultimately, if you look on paper, there's a lot of grisly ass shit that happens yes. in this movie. <laughs> yes, People there is. being buried alive, uh, fucking gutted alive, yep. eaten by bugs multiple times, mm-hmm. a guy getting his tongue cut out, his eyes yeah. gouged out and shit. But there's actually like no gore in this movie. Nope. I don't think you ever see blood like at all. At all.
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think there's any blood.
1: Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of like, there's parts in here that are very Indiana Jonesy where you'll see stuff happening in shadow. Yeah. Like I think whenever... um. What's her, what's her name at the start of the movie? Unc. Unc whatever. Southern yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's the one. Like whenever she stabs herself, it's like just the shadow yep. of it on the wall, which is like very classic, yeah. like nineteen forties kind of movie style. Uh-huh. Like there's stuff like that going on, but ultimately, it could have been a whole lot
0: gorier. It could have been all the kills and stuff. But any one of them could have been way more gory. I I mean, yeah, the, I think you're right. There's there's absolutely no blood. There's no Mm-mm. guts. Nothing of that sort. It, Could have had those things, and I would have liked it. Yeah, totally. But you're right. Again, it would have turned off a lot of people.
1: I think so, man. Um, And the Bram Stoker's Dracula's uh, comparisons keep on coming, because when you think about the way that Imhotep in this can manipulate his form and manipulate nature and the weather and shit like this... like whereas in Bram Stoker's he takes the form of that you know green fart cloud and sneaks into Mina's room yeah in this he turns into like sand and he comes through the keyhole and shit yeah. which I think that's cool that he can, is like, really turn cool into sand. he makes a yeah. big face in the sand and shit that's all pretty dope man yeah. uh, but I guess he also has like bible plague
0: powers yeah he apparently stole some powers from Moses or something <laughs> I want a Moses horror movie. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, they did murder the firstborn. Fucking metal, (laughs) dude. It's fucking metal. Yeah, that's pretty fucking metal. Turn the waters to blood, all that shit. Yeah. I wonder, uh, but his powers don't make any sense. No, because you just kind
1: of think about it, and you're like, that seems right. That stuff happened in ancient Egypt, and you're like, yeah, but it wasn't the fucking
0: pharaoh doing it, whereas priests doing it. Yeah. Fucking Moses. Yeah, it does just seem like... They were like, I, th- I think that has something to do with Egypt. Throw it in there. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't make sense. I, I'm, I'm very confused in general about him having all, all of these powers, but like, specifically having the mind control of only uh, brown people. Only yeah, only like brown how, people. Yeah. What? How does that work? Because like in the 1932 movie, he does have like Dracula style. Intense eyes, mind control, but it it works on everybody. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so why why is it not working on everybody? It
1: here? seems to also like make them look like they've been like doing a bunch of meth or something too. Yeah, like they had like nasty stuff on their faces. Yeah. And-
0: it's almost like, was in, that like the uh, plague Back of, of boils? Is oh, that, that was what that it. was supposed to be? Because yeah. they didn't do all the plagues, uh-huh. they just did a, uh, some of that them. That kind of
1: petered out. They're yeah. like, Yeah, flies and locusts and uh, uh, the blood know, thing. And, yeah. You know their ass. <laughs> you don't need to see the
0: frogs. Yeah, but that's what I wanted to see. Come yeah. on. Give me the frongas, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so his powers in this are kind of all over the place, but. I don't know. I don't cool care it, about it. I don't it. really care. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's pretty fucking sick, <laughs> I'm not man. Not upset about it. it. No, it definitely doesn't bother me at all. That and damn, that damn thing- it,
1: this, the realism is out the window. I know.
0: I there's something about this movie that just I guess mesmerizes me. Where I'm like, things that would normally piss me off about a movie, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean is the same way.
1: Yeah. Where I'm like, pirates, dude. You know, when you think about it, you're like, "I'm gonna have such a fun time watching this." And then you start the movie and look at the runtime, and you're like, "It's my whole day. <laughs> it's so long." The Mummy,
0: it's a solid two hours, yeah, man. A solid two, like the full two hours. Yeah, a hundred
1: and twenty yeah. minutes. It does feel a bit long. It like does. there are definitely scenes in this that you could tell probably could have been trimmed down. Even yeah. some of the action scenes and stuff are mm-hmm. pretty fucking long. Yeah. And like you said, there's other stuff that could have been cut. Like, do we need to meet this REF guy in the bar and all that kind of <laughs> shit? It's like, and even the plague things, where it's like that's not really that big of a deal to the
0: story. So yeah. it's
1: cool, but it didn't have to be there.
0: Yeah, I think I think it could have been tightened up a little bit, and you know, you'd still be close to two hours. I mean, if that's what, if you're aiming for two hours, and I I say an hour fifty. You've gotten there. You're fine. Yeah, totally. So if man. you if you're trying to pat it out with ten minutes of nonsense, just cut that ten minutes of nonsense.
1: But at the same time, I still feel like there's stuff that's kind of missing, and there's yeah. like deleted scenes and stuff here. Like, sure, like when we find out that um, what's the brother's name? Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Like he stole the key thing from right. Brendan Fraser in between the events of the intro and the three years that passed. Right, where he's been in prison, and
0: we have to assume it was the day before, otherwise he would have shown Evie. This puzzle box at some point, right? I
1: guess.
0: Or is he just holding it back for a while? I don't
1: know. That's the thing, right? Where you're like, okay, this seems like there's some missing information here that ultimately would have resulted in making the movie longer.
0: Yeah. You just kind of go with it. We're like, I don't know. He got the thing. Whatever. Let's keep going. But yeah, it seems like there there are moments that could have been included and definitely some stuff that could have been taken out. I yeah, I mean it, it. It does. It's a. It's a little like. I don't want to say disjointed, but there are definitely moments like, the sit down with the blind tongueless guy, like yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. scene, takes a long time, and then we've already seen the mummy with this guy before. But then he kills all those other guys in like seconds. It's yeah, like, I know, right? That that one guy got all this time with him, and it's all. It's like. Exposition, but it's not exposition we need because we already know what's going we got the whole like thing at the beginning telling us the whole story. Yeah. So yeah, I I think there are a lot of moments that could have been cut and maybe some moments that could have been elaborated on to make it all make a little bit more sense.
1: It's one of those things where there's just kind of some some odd decisions about what they decided to really spend a lot of time on. It's like let's definitely explain this, but this other thing we'll just assume the audience knows what's going on. Just move on with it, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, why is Brendan Fraser fighting with the French legionnaires? There's well, stuff like that where you're like, I don't know. He is. Just well, go the,
0: with it. I mean, yeah, the French foreign legion is uh, that the idea is like, hey, you, you want to fight for France? Anybody <laughs> can do it. Vive la France. Yeah. Like, I don't know why people do it, but <laughs> I guess money. Uh, fighting for wine and cheese, I yeah. guess. Yeah. the there, Yeah. There's a lot of like questions. Okay. So like he was in the French foreign legion three years ago. What happened? Yeah, like They're like leave him in the desert to die. Then it's like, I don't know.
1: He's been in jail for a while. His hair is long. Yeah. What's the point A to point B there? Really, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And definitely if Jonathan got that puzzle box from him, it would it seemed like it would have to have been recently, but he's definitely been in jail for a while. It looks like. Yeah, so. But
1: then, too, at the same time. Would they be keeping Brendan Fraser in jail for three years until they execute him? I have a feeling they probably were just yeah. pretty hardcore, but like I don't know if I can hang this white guy today.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, there are some questions there that some in between time where I'm like not really sure exactly how it got. Again, here, I've never
1: right. never
0: really thought about it. No. And, and honestly, you don't, need to. you don't need to. Yeah, the movie doesn't need you to think. And honestly, thinking about it. Just hurts. It takes the fun out of it, doesn't yeah, it? It takes the fun out of it because it is
1: fun, and there's also yeah. just like some well played comedy stuff that yeah. doesn't feel super forced into this. No. It's always just like a light chuckle, like yeah. it's almost like Star Wars humor, where it's like exactly. There's sort of light funny stuff in this. It uh, doesn't feel like like a lot of the Marvel stuff gets really yucky yucky yeah. in a way that is fun. Maybe not exactly realistic, but fun. Yeah. The DC shit is just like. Oh, it's been five minutes. Put a joke in because that's what Marvel did, right? Right. Let's put a joke right And the right joke here. will be humorless. <laughs> yeah, because I'm Zach fucking Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> like, this doesn't have that feel to it. It has humor in a very natural way where it makes sense in an adventure movie. Again, Indiana Jones is the same way. Yeah. There's light levity and stuff in there that, you know, lightens the tone and everything yeah. without feeling forced.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. It's, um... And, and the thing is that I think uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, as well as uh, the duty plays Jonathan and uh, Rachel Vice, like th- they're a lot of the source of comedy, and like they're all really charming and stuff. Yeah. So like even even though the humor is is like light, it works because of who's delivering it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah,
1: it has like extra like plus fifteen charisma points right. <laughs> just because it come from those yeah. people. Yeah, because their on screen chemistry is is fantastic, mm-hmm. and even the chemistry between like. Uh, like Brendan Fraser and Emotap and stuff, yeah. all these people, whenever they're fighting and all that, is very strong and very believable and just yeah. very fun to watch on screen. I do think the the death and defeat of Emotap was really fucking disappointing. It looks it like he falls into one of the pools of water from, like, Wave Race 64. <laughs> like, man, a lot. They really should have tested that and been like, guys, he's got to go out looking cooler than this. Yeah, it I did like,
0: bad. I liked the, like, uh, you know, the chariot coming to get him to take him to death bit. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah, but then, it, yeah, the result is just, like, what, just goo? He's
1: in this goo puddle, yeah. and it sort of, like, peels his face off, kind of, or something. Mm, yeah, yeah. It does not look good at all. No, man. it doesn't. No, so eh. Again, the CG and stuff in this, mainly not great. Mm-hmm. At times, forgivable. At times, like they're in the ending, you're just, just like, bad. god damn, yeah. man. Like, I mean, especially when you look at fucking, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you see these mm-hmm. Nazis' faces melt off. Yeah, it and looks it's great. Just, you know, it's it's wax on an armature yeah. melting. That's but it. But it still looked cool. It's fucking sick. Yeah. And again, that kind of shows too that like. You can put some gore and some brutality in these kind of yeah. family-friendly action adventures. Yeah, Indiana movies, Jones actually. did it
0: in all three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Fucking Kali Ma, motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so it's like I think they could have gone a little bit more visceral in some mm-hmm. of this, uh, but I just don't have a lot of complaints about it, man. It's I don't just, either. It's just fun.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I guess if we're wrapping up here. Let's wrap. Let's wrap, wrap it it up. like
1: a Magna Mummy. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. So, we're wrapping it up tight and um I, I to me like as far as quality of the film goes and the stuff that we've said that's negative like none of that matters. No. Really. It I never matters much to me. I understand some people might not like this movie because they can't overlook these things or whatever, but for me like it's just a good time. I'm enjoying it the whole time. It's not a perfect movie. It's it's got its issues, but I'll watch it a ton more. Yeah, <laughs> I will see it so many more. I times. I think this
1: is a summertime regular yeah. for me yeah. now. This is a great summertime Definitely. Saturday afternoon yeah. fucking movie for sure.
0: So I I, I I give this like an eight eight and a half. Like I'm it's just right awesome. there
1: with you. I was gonna say eight as well, yeah. man. It just seems like if I complained about it, I'm just being a dick. Yeah. It's like didn't it
0: do what it was supposed to? It ex- it nailed what it's supposed yeah. to do.
1: Action adventure, yeah. beautiful people. Fun time, fun for the whole family.
0: Little Egyptology thrown in there. There you go.
1: Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a good time, you're an asshole. <laughs> they should put that on the box.
0: If you don't, Blu-ray re-release. Right.
1: If you don't have a good time, you're an asshole. <laughs> Uncle Ben, Dead and Lovely Podcast.
0: I want that. Yeah, yeah, I'll
1: give you guys the rights to put that on the box. Because <laughs> that sums it up, doesn't it? It does. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome movie. Awesome movie, and that is the first installment of...
2: Action August. And we're
1: going to come at you guys hot next week with a little flick that I am so stoked about because I've never fucking seen it, yeah. which seems impossible. This it is one really of those does. movies that like, I remember seeing action figures of and video games of and toys of and all this kind of stuff as a kid growing up in the 80s, but I myself have never seen... A robo-cop. Robot-cop. Robert-cop. Robert-cop. Robert, cop. A man subject. named Robert-cop. Of next week's episode. Robert-cop <laughs> himself. Do you think I'm going to like this movie?
0: I do think you're going to like this movie a lot. Is I am Footloose surprised you haven't free. seen it. It is, um, boy, it's, I mean, it's 80s. It's very 80s. I like that. It's uh, It's dark. Um, also, a fellow melts. Ooh, I love a melt and
1: fellow. Yeah, so there you go. Maybe we'll do a a preview palace of Top Melting
0: Fellows, (laughs) the cast of Street Trash. There you go. And this guy. Melting Nazis. Oh, right. The Melting. Okay. Maybe there are more than I thought of. Okay. Maybe that's what we'll do. (laughs)
1: There's
0: a couple more actually coming to mind as I talk uh right now, and
1: I don't want to spoil them because I'm like, that could be a good segment. Does Alex Mack count? (laughs) She turned into like that silver stuff. She does, doesn't (laughs) she? She does turn into goo. Man, we're going to have to get into this. Right. I think we just already fucking announced next week's yeah, entire next episode. This whole episode yeah, is. Yeah, so Ro- Robert Cop, I'm looking forward to watching <laughs> this. It should be a good time. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, everything else. You can find we're the Dead and Lovely Linktree uh-huh. page. So keep you up with all that jazz. Linktree slash Dead and Lovely. Most important thing is that you rate and review on iTunes uh-huh. and that you support the show on our Patreon page. Which also gives you access to cool shit.
0: Yeah, patreon.com forward slash Lovely. Head on over there. Patron on any level. Get access to our Patreon exclusive episodes. And if you become a $5 patron, you get to throw a movie into the smoking bowl. And then we draw from the smoking bowl. And we talk about the movie that we drew from the smoking bowl. And it's yours. And it the movie was you. You know that movie? It's you. You did that.
1: You did it. Mm-hmm. And then everybody listens to it. And, and they say a, yes.
0: They're like, oh, thank you, Joey Glacken, for the Hills Have Eyes remake. Exactly. They all said it. Everybody. Yeah.
1: So be sure to sign up today and tune in next week for the second installment of
2: Action August.
1: Here on the greatest podcast in the world, Dead and Lovely with the host with the most. It's me, Uncle Ben. Me, Hollywood Steve. We'll catch you guys then. Bye. Do you enjoy the taste of champagne, but hate drinking like a girl? Try Slam-Pain! Slam-Pain. Champagne for dudes. Do you try taking sips of your girlfriend's mimosa while nobody's looking, and really like it, and want one of your own, but don't want to drink like a sissy? Slam-Pain,
2: bro! (laughs)
1: <laughs> pain is the only champagne designed to make you not feel like a girl. That's because we wrap every bottle in barbed wire. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> every bottle is sealed closed, not with a cork, with solid glass. The only way you can open it is to saber it. Saber, unless you're too much of a sissy, like your girlfriend. Ooh, eat glass. <laughs> Every bottle comes with a free Punisher sticker that means that we don't like how things are going. Yeah, limp something. biscuit or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you get a free coupon for that. That. Dr. Sasquatch soap that gets advertised to you on Get Facebook all Get that on the your time. balls. Girls like you smelling like a man and drinking like one, too. That's why you need Slam Pain. <laughs> <laughs> <dead> and lovely. <laughs> We're yeah, definitely going to sell opening. some that's Slam Pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to drink fucking Slam Pain?